Hello to all you survivors out there in the wasteland. We are transmitting from our hermetically sealed bunker beneath the nation's capital, and thank you for joining us on whatever scavenged receiver you've got today. I'm Brandon Crilly, Ottawa-based author of science fiction and fantasy. I'm Evan May, author of The King in Darkness and Bonhomme Setter. Our cozy little bunker is keeping us safe from the world outside, but we also have a lot of time on our hands while we wait for the giant moth and giant lizard to stop attacking the city centre. So we've decided to pass the time by sharing stories. Instead of a campfire, we have the flickering lights and subtle alarms of the destruction outside, and instead of the wind in the trees, we have the thump of heavy footfalls nearby. We'll be talking about the stories we love from the world of science fiction, fantasy, and horror, as well as the tales that come from the creation of stories and the creation of art in general. Today, we've invited two of our fellow survivors to share their own ideas, experiences, and interests with us. Here's who will be joining us in the bunker today. Hi, I'm Jay Ojic, artist, writer, television producer, international man of mystery, and renowned prover that terms lover and fighter are not mutually exclusive. I'm Marie Villado, author, storyteller, and event manager with only a 0.5% success rate in setting fire to venues. We're both really looking forward to our conversation today and just as excited that we get to share it with you. Gather around, survivors, and welcome to Broadcasts from the Wasteland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. The, the last time it worked fine. So as I was saying, the group of people I hate the fucking most. <laughs> <laughs> We're boiling their heads in the kitchen right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm just kidding. I love everyone. I love people, especially who buy my books. So if you're listening and you want to pre-order Bear for Breakfast that comes out February 11th by Robert Munch and I, go to at J-A-Y-O-D-J-I-C-K and you'll find a link. And you can help make an indigenous, a, a children's book in an indigenous language, a national bestseller for the first time in history. You're about to get tickled real good. This is what I do, right? Now that we got the shameless fucking plug out of the way. I'll do it again at the end. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, good. <laughs> can you spell yeah. your name faster, though? Because you kind of hesitated. At it J-A-Y. <laughs> O-D-J. Um, no joke, I brought up Bear for Breakfast today in class. Did you? Yeah, because uh, my student teacher was uh, doing a lesson on the 60s scoop and indigenous issues and, cool. and stuff. We got to the end of the lesson. I was, I was telling Evan this before you guys came over, so I'm sorry you're hearing this again. That's all right, I've already forgotten. Oh, good, I'm glad. So, yeah, so, so we got to the end of the lesson, there was like 10 minutes left, and, and, and he says to them, you know, okay, how many of you are feeling really, really depressed right now? And a bunch of students put their hands up, it's like, oh, right. Yeah, I do. Okay, now I, I, I okay, good. I'm yeah. glad you remember this. Now. Yeah, I'm back with you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's right at the five minutes he listens every hour you speak. <laughs> oh, um, and so, he, so my student teacher says to them, "Well, I, you know, I can't help you. I'm sorry. I have no, I have no way to cheer you up at this point." Uh, but Mr. Grilly might, and so I, I, I just said, threw you under the bus. Totally threw me under the bus. I said, "Well, I do have a way to, to cheer you up." And it's all oh, how Mr. C, and, and then I said, "Alcohol." Jail. <laughs> Well, no, but then when I got serious, and alcohol, and alcohol, obviously. But um, <laughs> they uh, no. So then I said, you know, I, I look for you know like positive stuff, and and, and I so I mentioned the fact that that very because it, I wasn't I I brain farted at the time with my students. It's the first children's book in English and Algonquin in Canada. Period. Not just from a major publisher. 
Sure. Okay. As far as I know. Okay, that's what I thought. Okay, so that's what I told them. So I, I'm uh, not a liar. That's good. I just say that about everything. I go, Kagagi was the first ever Canadian produced and broadcast superhero series, as far as I know. <laughs> and then if someone knows better, they can educate me, and I'll begrudgingly admit that I'm wrong. <laughs> but until that happens, I think I can just keep saying it. So okay, that's my that's my go-to. So we've all like we've all done our fair share of like panels at, at cons and whatnot. Yeah. Do you prefer introducing yourself at those or having a moderator do it? I mean, I hate talking to myself. It's weird. I, I I like I always prefer it if people introduce themselves because people know what they want to emphasize, <laughs> right? Right, and they they know what they don't want to talk about. So, I mean, I yeah, I, I I always feel it's weird if people are talking about me and I hate talking about myself. So I'd kind of like could we do neither? But I like it when people introduce themselves. Yeah, yeah. I prefer to introduce myself. Yeah, because I don't say the same thing every time. Like like I, if I do a panel on say solar pump. I'm going to talk with a couple of solar punk stories that I have. I'm not going to mention, you know, the six other things that I do that I won't mention right now as a shameless plug. Um, I, you know, if I'm on a panel about, don't look at me like that's that. That's the introduction. That's actually the introduction. Actually the introduction yeah. is the that's, that's the but do you have anything for sale right now? Um, <laughs> depending on when this goes up. No, no. So I, uh, yeah, it, you know, it very much depends on the topic of the panel. And I'll mention, because I, I like to keep my intro as, as short as I possibly can. I don't, I, I don't want to ramble about all the, stuff that I do because then I sound like a douche. You know, you know what you could do though? Is you could get like a, an online shop like mine at jojshop.com <laughs> and then you would always have something for I know, sale. I see, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we're cutting that part out. Marie, <laughs> do you like to introduce yourself on a panel? Or? Well, only when they allow me to sing, which is super rare. Okay, we need to put that in the rules for programming. <laughs> what, no singing or more singing? More singing. No singing. No singing. More singing, right? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, you're corporate for programming. Ex uh, guests of honor is Jake and Marie Bilodeau. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now who <laughs> would like to vote? <laughs> I'm sure we could get more guests, ex guests of honor on board too. You know, part of me wants to say I would like. Yeah, I'm not going to challenge you to do that. Nope, it's fine. <laughs> a shanty. <laughs> Everybody loves a shanty. <laughs> no. No, they don't, Marie. I'm seeing a panel there. Just no, everybody loves a shanty. We just see. So we have Marie. Cool. We have Jay. We could we could find a couple uh, other people. I'm in. You know, no. it could be like a flash fiction thing. Except you're going to do a flash uh, shanty flash song. Yeah, flash yeah. shanty. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Extra points if you rhyme. Well, yeah. I would totally be in that. Let's first do it. First, it's talking about fucking spiders on Twitter. Now it's shanties. Spiders on Twitter. Did you yeah, know that yeah. Brendan has spiders all over him all the time? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Did you know that? No, no. Brendan it's, it's, is our go-to for spider-related content. Like crack addict. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> no, it's spider addict. It just oh, is that what it is? No, no, I don't have spiders on me all the time. It's just spiders apparently in my apartment. Oh, really? I don't see any. Well, no, I, okay. <laughs> no I, I've never seen them either. Don't I tell you the story? No. no. <laughs> Marie knows because she's the one that took me to the clinic. Uh, yes, I'm the one who forced him to go to a doctor. No, no, spider no, clinic, no, no, yeah. Spider clinic. No, because I had this like massive, what I thought was just like a, like a, just a basic bug bite. Um, and it got super, super inflamed to the point that I, Marie and I met for tea to talk about CanCon or something. And and it was just pulsing? Yeah, it got to a point where it, it was about... and. Nobody can see what I what I'm mining, but it's fucking big. It is big. Um, it was big. And, and yeah, and <laughs> men and their gods. <laughs> um, and and then but then there was like a line of red infections starting to snake its way up my arm. And that was the day when I looked at it and went, okay, maybe I have an issue. And then I was when like, well, it's to your heart. 
that I yeah. that thought had crossed my mind. Um, and then, but then I had to have tea with Maria. So I was like, well, I'll worry about it later. And so, what was, you gotta check is like when it goes up the arm, yeah. and then it turns in at the shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Does it go across or down? So oh. if it starts going down, then you need to like. Go beyond the clinic and like witch doctor that shit. Yeah. You don't need to get that far. See, this is the thing boys don't get. It doesn't need to get that far. You would think. So I, I popped him into my car and threw him off the clinic. Did you just rub some tussin on it? Well, here's the thing. So for the you know, not to disparage the the three clinics here in Ottawa, um, but you know they've loaded me up with antibiotics and said you'll be fine. Um, he was not fine. No, because it came he back, was it came not fine. But it came on my other arm, so I was like, "Okay, that's freaking weird." And so I go back in, and the best that they could determine was that either I'm diabetic, or it was an insect bite. They said it's one or the other. So like an episode of House. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. They, ruled, they, they went. It's not lupus. Well, it must be spider bite, or of course diabetic. And yeah. so here's some really dangerous test that we'll do to. to oh, really? So what did they do? Nothing. They said, it's one of those two things. Here's some antibiotics. If it comes back, let us know. I said, I've been here three fucking times, and you keep just loading me full of antibiotics. And so I find this, because my family doctor is back, back home. And so I find I went back home to see my family doctor, and she did a full blood panel and a, and a biopsy and, and the whole nine. And then he emailed me a couple of weeks later and was, do you have a spider bite? You're not diabetic. <laughs> no, I'm not diabetic. <laughs> I wasn't at the time. This was right. a year ago. Um, so maybe, who knows? But, um, you got bitten by a spider? I got and gave you diabetes. That's how it works. That's, <laughs> no one knew. That's we, much we just, worse than supercars. Yeah, 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 I want supercars. Uh, it was a very unclean spider. <laughs> and he didn't just bite you. We have bad news and we have worse news. news. Much worse news. So spider didn't just bite you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah, so it was apparently spider bites. And then I found, I read the email and I texted Marie and said, we need to burn down my apartment. Holy fuck. Yeah. So, and we still haven't done it. I tried five times. You keep putting it out. <laughs> If your kitchen's on fire right now, are you going to go put it out again? No, because we're recording a podcast. Because there might be a spider in it. Well, that too. <laughs> then your apartment is burning down with us in it, but... Well, that would make for a good recording. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you sleep with, like, an arm outside of the blanket? Are you one of those guys? No, 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 I'm a swaddle. So, spiders in the bed. Yeah, thank yeah, you, Jay. Yeah. <laughs> just throwing that out there. Spiders in the bed, bro. Spiders in the bed. Yeah. <laughs> I, I tore that fucking thing apart. You got bed bugs? Well, that's what I thought it was. And mm-hmm. so I, I tore that. I tore the bed apart, and I was looking for like the shells and the sign, and, like, and there was no sign of yeah, it. I, I realized that, but I, I scoured that thing, and I they have I, like compound eyes, like eight of them or something. That's science. You can look it up, and they <laughs> they see you coming and they hide and they wait. They're well, sleeping. yeah, but they leave behind like markings and stuff, right? Isn't that a thing? Markings? They yeah, don't, don't they? No, what, not, they like uh, tag your shit? And, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> spiders <laughs> when you Spiders rule. <laughs> boy was here. Suck it, <laughs> Suck it, Curly, like I sucked your blood. Yes, exactly like that. That is exactly <laughs> what happened. Suck it, Curly, like I sucked your dot, dot, dot blood. That's how you got the disease you got. It's spider diabetes. <laughs> Great, you now we can't use any of this. Why don't you go that trip to Thailand with a spider bite? <laughs> How much of this podcast do you want to be able to actually What is the podcast use? about? Like, because I'm just kind of. Uh, this, is, this is what it is. They ask questions and we talk and then. No, we're not going to ask you any questions. Do you ask questions? Yeah, Jason. Do you have a question? And you know, and that's because so far, out of all, like, I don't know what order we're going to air these episodes in, but you're the only person so far to ask a question to the group. Because I care. It's almost Christmas. At the time that we're recording. 
Well, I'm, I'm concerned, man. You got I'm fucking concerned. red lines going up your arm. And I you're don't dying right now. now. And you've got like, yeah. There's two spiders, spiders tagging your, your bed. bed. <laughs> this is bad. It's worrisome. You know why you don't have bed bugs? Fucking spiders. Spiders. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a little ecosystem you've got. Circle of life. Okay, wait, hold on. Can I, wait. Which is better, the bed bugs or the spiders? If, okay. If it I, tries I'm really to, not liking this line of conversation, but go on. If it tries to jump on your mouth, oh, it's not a spider at all. It's a face hugger. Oh, for God. It's trying to put a baby in you. Trying to put a baby in your body. See, that reminds me about that. What's that statistic of how many spiders you eat in a year while you're sleeping? Oh, yeah. Every like, time... for you or for the rest of the world? No, like, no, yeah, on average for the... Ren's got to be above average. Definitely. I mean, we he know actually... he's got an active spider population. In there. Yeah, they actually took him out because it curved the too high. Yeah. At any point <laughs> after this sort of deal, did you, were you tempted to go up on the roof and, like, Flip, flip. Yeah, I, I, I kind of walked around making the motions. You nothing? No, no. That's spidey. bullshit. I know, right? No spidey sense, as far as I can tell. I have, I, I have. It's a whole lot. <laughs> In book, just on that random thing. I'll narrate the action. Yeah, 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 yeah. For those of you not benefiting from the video feed, Marie just threatened to throw a book at me. Wait, there's video. I'll put on pants. God damn it! I wasn't told. No, that's how we make the money. Don't put on the pants, dude. <laughs> that's our money maker. <laughs> I get the sense that you that you two miss Planet X. A little bit. Yeah. On occasion. I think we had fun, but I think it ended when it had to end. With zombies. Zombie J. Yeah, that's it. I died. We yeah, all that was died. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I died. That was the last. That was my great foray into uh, script writing for podcasts. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I'm I'm menacing Daryl Dixon in the fields of Georgia right now. That's where I'm at. Yeah. Zombie J. And nobody ever questioned that the entire cast of Planet X podcast had gone into like zombie mode and we never popped up again like no nobody concern. cares no concern. fuck them you know what <laughs> ex-listeners of planet x podcast coming for your brains yeah i feel like you owe me and you should go to jandrickshop.com <laughs> somebody start a counter how many times that's only three right now i think is it yeah. we have a cream at jandrickshop.com for spider bites issue Oh, do you, is, <laughs> no, is it an actual spider cream or is it like it's a book called like kagami and if you read it It'll cure spider diabetes. No, that, no, that's not true because I read Kagat and then I got bit by fucking spiders. <laughs> yeah, but it's because you read it before. You have to read it after. I did read it after. It's not, really? It didn't work? During. I gotta talk to my printer. Yeah. Something, Something's amiss. <laughs> so, like, when? how long ago was the spider bite return? Well, it was before CanCon 2017. Yeah, we were and, 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 Yeah, and I was still at the Ultimate School then. So did you, uh, yeah. were you able to see, like, the bite marks? No, that was it. Just looked like a hive. That was the first thing. It accelerated very quickly. Like I it only did. Been like two days. Really? Yeah. So that was, like if, if it had been longer, well, it would have died. But did they? Although maybe you just would have ended up with like a hook for a hand or something. No, see, that's yeah. that's no, that bad never idea. You don't know that. Don't be against someone like people. That's someone's fetish. Yeah, there's, there's someone out there who's in there. Like, I, don't make me Google that. I will see things that <laughs> oh, I don't want to see. Right yeah. That's why pirates are hot, right? It's because of the hooks. Yeah, and the peg leg. <laughs> right? Yeah. That's hot, dude. Um, Lose an eye. As, as, as the only woman at the table, do you want to explain that? Because I don't understand. Here, I'll draw you a. I'll draw you a picture. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> you get it? Shoot right? me timbers. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's spider crap. <laughs> no, I have one more question. Did they tell you what kind of spider? No, it was, it was literally just it was, it was spider bite. That's all I heard from my doctor. Because like, I'd be like, well, I fucking want to know. That, like, absolutely. Something's fucking feeding on me at night. Yeah. Well, in the sense that it, it, they were like, you know, 
You might see a spider, and it might be awkward. You might be well, like, hey, yeah. have we met? I don't remember. I might have been <laughs> well, asleep. I mean, I, I kind of hope that I killed him in my sleep or something. If something's biting me, I'm going to roll over and <laughs> bite it back. Yeah, fucking right. And it's that's the awesome. hand hook that you're afraid that will never get you laid again. Like, that's like spider bed. That's your problem, Brad. <laughs> <Yeah>. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I assume you don't Because if the girl wakes up in the morning and she has a fucking big chunk of necrosis on her, <laughs> that might be a one-off. I, I hate to break it to you. Unless she's into that. <laughs> yeah. Again, let's not well, judge. I don't, I don't right? judge. I don't judge. I, I honestly don't judge. I'm, I'm only saying that for the benefit of the eight people that listen to this podcast. <laughs> Just in case After one of After tonight, them. call it four. <laughs> Remember, editing I like to be is your friend. Down, my friend. Editing is your friend. I'll have like a four-minute podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Merged from words from random yeah. sentences. It's oh. a three-minute podcast with Evan and Brandon. <laughs> We, we, just, what they said. we just did the lightning round with Jay and Marie. That was, that was it. Yeah. You know, got in and out very quick. Hi, I'm Jay Ojik. I got dates like that. Go to Jay Ojik. Well, wait, is it a dot com? I don't know where to go. Oh, my God. Uh. <laughs> I'm gonna get a tattooed on my body, or I have. I'm kind of. I'm a little surprised you don't have it over. People were doing that for a while with Golden Palace, right? Yeah. GoldenPalace.com would give you money to like get their their, they, their name tattooed. Uh, on. Are they a Chinese place? No, it's and a, then, a uh, casino. It's a casino. I think it might even be on our reserve. But it's honest. really good Chinese. I don't. The know. Chinese place <laughs> might do it. I don't know. You know, not every place that that has either golden or palace in the title is related to a Chinese business, Marie. I think I think you should be proud. I think you should feel like you contributed to the ecosystem of life, and you gave back. You fed a hungry creature in its time of need. That's and there might be a whole family of spiders that exist. Yeah. Maybe that not maybe for fucking long because <laughs> maybe that spider was diabetic and hungry and oh, just God like sake. pregnant. <laughs> Not That's because what, of you, you gave them a start. You're like their Christmas meal. What's this like? Char- what is this, Charlotte's Web? Like, <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. like the Grindhouse version of Charlotte's Web? Here's a random semi-serious question. Given like you know our various levels of um, attention and notoriety in the public for the writing and whatnot that we do, and I'm looking specifically at our guests, do you ever think about like 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 exes, you know, like say that you haven't seen in like six or seven years or like seeing on a billboard or some shit and like does that ever cross your mind? That will haunt you forever. Yeah. No. Like, no, like, uh, like, no. 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 Uh, I, I, don't I, know. I don't know. That it, just, it just occurred to me now. Like, it, like I don't know if that's a thing that ever enters somebody's mind. I, that, what exes? Yeah, like, like you know, like the like uh, an ex boyfriend, you know, oh. sees like like sees you in you know your book on a shelf or something. The highway of broken hearts, I call yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and just to be clear, we got there from you thinking more about this spider. No, yeah. no, I know it occurred. No, before they brought up the spider thing again, like, I, a couple I, of years, you had like your first novel published, and that spider is like that spider comes. I remember back. that. Guy. We <laughs> yeah, had some yeah, great yeah, times. Exactly, like yeah, yeah, yeah. shows up at your signing with like five hundred offspring. Oh fuck! Now I have to pay support. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a really random question. I don't know why. Exes. I don't know. I don't know why that occurred to me just now. No, it's a good question. I think it is. I I don't. My exes, to be fair, are very ex. Like, there's a certain period of time. Like, like dead or? <laughs> no. 
I didn't say that, but it's been like 10 years and I don't remember most okay. of their names. I am horrible. Jesus. I am horrible. But I, I think the reason to Christmas is like, there's always that scenario of like, you're at a grocery store and you bump into your ex for years with, oh, you know, how's it going, whatever. But like, imagine like you bump into them and they know full well what you've been up to because you're fucking famous. I've had old friends come out. Yeah, or even, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it doesn't need, need, need to be like ex. It could be, well, yeah, old friends. Well, like one, one that yeah. I thought was really cool was uh, I started getting contacted by, like, my high school teachers. Yeah, okay. Who were like, hey, you know, what you're doing is really cool. Keep it up. And I'm like, I told you I wasn't going to prison. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> so that's pretty cool, okay. you know? Yeah, so, like, yeah, things yeah. like that. But I think, like, with the exes, theoretically, I think someone might not want to answer because they might not want that person to know that they can even think about Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like you don't have any real estate in my head, so like I'm not gonna get into whether or not that's even a factor. That yeah, could I, be, you know I what I mean? See, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm not saying that that's me. No, no, no. I mean, we can speak very abstract. You know, but like I can see how somebody might be like, you know, uh, and that doesn't even occur to me yeah. because they don't want to give that person that that much power, or, yeah, you know, agency over their ship because. You want to be, you know, your own person and not be petty or vindictive or any of those things either. Yeah. Yeah. You like that least think you are. I think like for me, the most important thing is that people who've known me in any capacity for a long time uh, aren't surprised by me now. Oh, okay. Like, you know, you can say like, like I knew him when he was younger and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm proud of what he's doing and stuff, but like. This this is all genuine and it's not phony. It's not like all of a sudden at right. some point, you know, things changed and he became something fake. Like, right, yeah. Because it's hard to kind of manage that. Like, I do a lot of stuff that is like, apart from just like drawing and things, like if I'm speaking in the House of Commons or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, which, which is insane, by the way. And it's hard to think about like, what do the guys who I knew when I was like a young screw yeah. up think about me like being this guy now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know, so you hope it comes across as genuine and not like, you know, he's pretending to be somebody he's not now because we grow and we mature and stuff. And yeah. It's hard when that happens with people we haven't seen for a long time to just remain able to say, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah. Because you don't keep track of people. And, no, exactly. You know, you expect them to be somewhere along the lines of what they were the last time they saw them. Meanwhile, they've gone through all this personal shit and professional yeah. shit. And, Absolutely. And those things change us and who we are. Yeah. So. I mean, I'd like to think, if not, you're stagnant, right? Well, that's exactly it. You know? Like, I haven't changed. I'm still the same guy. <laughs> when I was, like, 15. Are like, you really? <laughs> no, but I mean, can you imagine? Yeah, oh, no, yeah, yeah. I see you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's death, right? Like, I mean, literally. Yeah, oh, oh, absolutely, yeah. That's what it means. See, but, I thought, but a lot of people, like, a lot of people don't change, really. Like, people kind of, like, it's very easy for people to get stuck in their ways. Like, like I've known people, like, like, sure, like no. I've known mm-hmm. people from, like, you know, previous chapters of my life where, you know, I'll, like, will touch base very rarely, and it's kind of like the same stuff that's going on. It's like, oh, okay, that's nice. And then, and then the question becomes, well, what are you doing? And it's like, well, I'm working on this, and I'm working on that, and I got this thing going on, and like, and I find that, like, like I, I feel like that alienates people. Sure. When was the last time, though, for, for anyone here, like, when was the last time you did something that you would consider to be, like, a fairly sizable fuck-up, where you can say, like, oh, like, I really screwed that up? Like, yeah. like, 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 with other, like, towards another person? Or in like, any capacity of any regard. Whether it's professionally, you can say, like, maybe it was a mistake you made in your work and you were able to fix it. Maybe it's mm-hmm. something at work. Maybe it's something in your personal life. Because unless you can identify those things, 
and mm. then say, okay, what am I going to do to make sure it doesn't happen again? Right. That's where growth really comes from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So if you're like, look, yeah, fuck up, no big deal. Yeah, well, yeah. Absolutely. Then you never grow, right? Absolutely. Yeah. But if you own your shit and you say, okay, look, I really fucked that up and I'm going to try to make sure that I'm, I'm not going to do that again. Yeah. And I think that's where growth really comes from. So yeah. I think the biggest step in, in growth is just being able to uh, admit when you've made a mistake and all up to it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Marie was trying very hard to hide the fact that she was giggling, so I want her to go first. <laughs> I, uh, I tend to text wrong people all the time. <laughs> like, Do you really? All the time, like not even a little bit. Like I'll text a client, hey, I'm on my way. Yeah. <laughs> like it's 10 at night. Why yeah. are you on your way? <laughs> <laughs> I'm on my way. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Why are you here? No, but in your defense, though, like in, to back your point, I did grow because then I started adding um, emojis to the contact oh, list nice. so that, that at the top, I'll see. Oh, yeah, yeah, You yeah. know, so like, you know, Carrie, who collects my little ponies, she, uh, I have a little pink heart, a little rainbow, and then a little unicorn. And then, like, okay. other people, my clients all have, like, various signals, like, stop, hazard, <laughs> pay yeah. attention. Yeah. Because text is something you use in freelancing a lot nowadays. So I didn't learn. Oh. But um, I I reacted quickly. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can make up for a lot, though. Thank you. Quick reaction speed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I did, I did learn some things. Yeah. Pay more attention, dumbass. <laughs> Don't go so fast. I can't. Part of me wants to ask if there's an emoji attached to my name and what it is. Yeah, there is. What is it? It's a spider. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure I could have guessed that. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> With a little heart beside it. Spider heart. The heart is green. You know what's cool? You're, uh, you're a Jim Butcher fan, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, so he says that like Harry Dresden is basically written as Peter Parker. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. Like he's the everyman. Yeah, oh. and, and like, and yeah, like it sucks to be Peter Parker, right? Yeah. Like, like he does all the cool superhero stuff, but it, it's really nothing but grief. He's always late. Everyone yeah. in his life hates him. And, and yeah, I can see that. Physically, yeah. they're pretty much the same. Only Dresden's like a little taller. Yeah, yeah. he's a very he's tall. Gangly Six guy. three, maybe. Something whereas like that, Parker's yeah. probably like five eight. Yeah, or yeah, five yeah. nine. But no, it is the same kind of thing. Yeah. yeah, being this super powerful magician, it means he's never got any money. Everyone thinks he's a flake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I can see that. Brown hair. Physically, yeah, needs yeah. a description. Absolutely, yeah. And you always get you, you end up making a choice that that you know is the right choice, but either you know aliens watch people to go, sorry, I can't, you know, come to whatever just, card game because I've got to go do this, and because yeah. because it, it's it's your calling, right? Because because Dresden is very much his calling is mm-hmm. you know I'm going to go and protect the league. See, do you think that people came up with that storyline of like secret identity? So I'm trying to save the world just to like give any cool excuse to people who are just late and irresponsible all the time because <laughs> this is what I think that's what I think <laughs> like, right? oh obviously yeah. yeah like you hope they, they, they think you're a superhero you're yeah. out saving lives whereas you're just like oh fuck I slept in 15 minutes you yeah. know are you really yeah. stupid enough to think that though uh, it, have you have you been on social media? No, I. I well yes obviously because that's where the spider thing came like, from but. you know I think it, I don't know I think like if you Say, for example, somebody like The Flash really has sure. no excuse to be like, no, right? no, obviously. there's not like, you know, so like Spider-Man, you can be like, well, he has to swing. I mean, even though that's probably quicker than the bus, <laughs> New York's a pretty fucking big city. Yeah. Okay. I can spot him that. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Well, Superman. Eh. No, because yeah. he can fly, right? And yeah. if he's late, he just spins the world backwards and turns back time. Right? So if he's late and he's like, sorry, I was writing a piece for the planet. You're like, no, you're mm-hmm. Superman and you're also a dick. <laughs> 
That's true. <laughs> okay, but, except, but nobody knows that Peter Parker is Spider-Man, so you can't use that as an excuse. All right. I'm assuming, again, I, I haven't read a well, single Spider-Man. Well, they do find that at some sure. point, though. Like, MJ does find that. In some of the lines, like, there's yeah. a thousand yeah, storylines. But usually people do find that. Eventually. In Marvel Zombies, in fact, my favorite rendition of Spider-Man, uh, he eats uh, MJ's face, and she's well aware that oh, um, that he's Spider-Man is he's eating her. And Aunt May. Wow. He eats both of them? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He gets there, and he's like, no, stay away from me. I've got the disease. And then he just, like, because they get really hungry for people. Some and then he, yeah. 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 And then, then the superheroes survive, but the humans don't, because the superheroes have this, this very deep self, have this, like, extra gene power thing. Okay. The only non-superhero who survives is, um, uh, shoot, what's his, Iron Fist. No, not Iron Fist. Iron Man? Idiot. Iron Fist is also No, 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 um... Shit, Fisk, Fisk, yeah. Wilson Fisk? Yeah, oh, like Wilson Fisk. Yeah, Kingpin, yeah. thank you. He's the I was only like, one. Fisto? Fisto. Because <laughs> nothing can stop Fisto. You guys know Fisto? <laughs> I'm terrified to ask. <laughs> He's our favorite. Fisto? We, we voted. Uh, you voted? The Masters of the Universe uh, was in the 80s, the cartoon and the Twilight and everything. And at some point, I think they just stopped trying when they were naming new characters. Oh, they never tried. He meant they yeah, never right, tried. Right, right. <laughs> And they created, at some point, like, fairly far along into the Twilight, they created a, a character whose power was he had a giant, was it stone? It's it's metal. Rubber? It's a metal fist. Careful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what, metal, what is this, a giant PG? metal. No. Oh, fuck. No, 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 fuck no. A giant metal fist, and his name was, appropriately enough, Fisto. Fisto. Okay. Fisto. And there's no other way you can take that. Yeah, no, no. That, yeah, that's And he had bad. powerful fisting action. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying really hard to avoid that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. That's what he did. He fisted and he fisted well. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he fists still somewhere out yeah. there. Yeah. Take your fist If you listen on a cold winter's night, Jesus. you can still hear you can still hear him fisting off in the distance. Over the sound of fisting the evil. Yeah, fisting evil. Like so he does. Okay, so this is the episode that gets the label like on the description. None of Mr. Curly's students are allowed to listen to this. Or all of them should listen to this. I think they're... Nobody they're, should probably listen to Probably them. not, no. Yeah, well, you no. see, that's not going to be good advertising for the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, people like to Working be contrary. Don't <laughs> <laughs> listen to it. Don't, don't. Mm, yeah. Yeah. No, that's usually... Yeah, you're like, aren't you like peddling children's books yeah. to Mr. Fisto? <laughs> peddling. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm selling on the back of a van. Hey, well, what? Opening my trench down yeah. Want to buy a children's book? Yeah, children's books. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you set up a stand in the corner of the uh, of Selling lemonade and kids' books. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's not creepy. It's fine. But, like, okay, so if you were... What's the major reason for a superhero to have... The secret identity to keep their family safe, right? Yeah, that's exactly. always the excuse. Yeah, that's well, always yeah, yeah. yeah. That if people know who I am, they'll kill my family. Yeah. Right. Or right. whoever. Or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. See, take I take them hostage. Yeah. And the funny thing is, they get taken hostage anyway. Exactly. <laughs> in every superhero movie, yeah. the, the loved ones get held hostage. Or in the case of Spider Man, I think uh, Mary Jane gets kidnapped, and Aunt May ends up in the hospital. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck are you worried about? Yeah. yeah. How like worse it. can it get? Oh, and Uncle Ben, let's not talk about what happened to him. Yeah, because that was your fault. That shit didn't end well. <laughs> no, I know. Well, when I was watching the new Shira show, because I'm a huge Shira fan, <laughs> have a lot of Shiras. Um, and <laughs> when I was. Not Fistos. No. Um, you only need one. <laughs> it's true, you do. 
Uh, and when I was watching it, what's interesting in, in the new show is that she doesn't have a secret identity. She owns it. Like, she just steps into the light and says, hey, I'm a horde soldier, and I'm also the hero, but you should know I'm a horde soldier so that you accept me into the fold. And in the old show, it was always a secret identity. But the only reason she kept her identity secret was because her brother, He-Man, told her, keep it secret, it keeps your family safe. And she said, sure, that sounds great. I trust your judgment, whatever, boy See, so then I thought about it. I'm like, okay, she came out in this show and it worked super well. So why the hell did Prince Adam, whose family is always under attack because they're the king and queen of mm. Eternia, and she's part of a great rebellion on Ethereum, right? So there's no protecting anyone. Everyone's already under attack. And it's because uh, He-Man, Prince Adam, wants to nap all the time. And if people know he's He-Man, they'll bug him. I mean, oh, it is hard to argue wise. with that. As mm-hmm. a right? He's wise. Yeah. No. Okay, so that works for him, but that, no other superhero benefits from that, because, like, Peter Parker is just fucking running around all the time, constantly behind in everything, you know, losing his job and, and can't keep a girlfriend or whatever, so there's no benefit to attempting to maintain a secret identity. Or either that, or maintain your secret identity and then uh, own up to it and just don't have any relationships. <laughs> yeah, but kind of, yeah. Or do the whole, like, the Iron Man route and just admit it on day one. But, like... Would Peter Parker ever be able to have a normal love life if he had no secret identity? Brendan likes spiders. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, I'm really hoping for a oh long God. enough stretch in this recording. So we're saying you're late. We're Apparently, saying you're yeah. late. Um, would, Peter, sorry, would Peter Parker... Would, would he ever have an actual love life if he came out as Spider-Man? Because at that point, no one's going out with Peter Parker. Oh, they're all going up with Spider-Man. They're spider groupies. Yeah. yeah. They're all doing no, that okay, upside-down that, That's fair. Yeah, yeah. This, you know? this is a lineup of upside-down kisses. Yeah. And... He'd probably get laid a lot more. But let's face but... it, Peter Parker is not exactly hurting for fucking companionship. No, that's true. Well, yeah, because somebody's written it that way. Because it's like, yeah, but still, it's like, uh, oh, things are hard for Peter, and it's a hard-knock life, and he's struggling to pay the rent, and he's banging a supermodel. That poor bastard. <laughs> I know. Get the fuck out of here with that, you know? No, that's fair. Yeah, and even, even like... without the superpowers. Yeah, that, yeah, that's you a good know? point. And yeah, see, even my Iron Man example. Now, again, and I'm thinking specifically of the movies because like, I've read the, the sure. books. Iron Man in the in the film, the only like real relationship he has is Pepper, and that's because she, you know, they've known each other other for so long, and yeah, he's not going to get anybody else. That's interesting though. Like, just I'm just thinking out loud here, but do superheroines have the boy model at home? Because often they're dating other superheroes, or the guy gets killed, oh. or he's high up, like a major or something. I mean, like, but do any of them have the really hot man? They, they kind of did with Wonder Woman with Steve uh, Yeah, because he was just a dude. He was but in the he military. Was, yeah, he was yeah. a military dude. Yeah, but I mean, he wasn't a superhero. No, he was just a dude. No, yeah, but he wasn't like 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 you're saying boy model is just like 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 super, well, super yeah, model. What does like, Mary literally. Jane do? Like yeah, she's a supermodel. She's yeah, that's it. But that's I mean, it. But like Steve at least that's does like shit, career. right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, it is. I'm totally on board with it. I mean, hey, power to you. But like he does, he has a military life, so he's like you know he's his own man. Not that supermodels aren't their own women, but it's like maybe it's a hot boy fantasy. Maybe women want like military men, or, or men imagine women maybe. want military men because that's that's hot. The old Wonder Woman comics are hilarious because Steve Trevor is always complaining about when is she going to settle down and marry him. That's really? true. Yeah, yeah, I love that. yeah. See, they get posted on like Twitter and stuff every once in a while where Steve Trevor's like, "When are you going to finally settle down?" And 
we'll get married and Wonder Woman's like fuck off yeah. <laughs> it's oh, way better being Wonder Woman yeah no kidding which uh, superheroine oh yeah they're I can't think so you want a you want a superheroine who's just got basically a boy toy at home yeah like that'd be so cool see the fact that that's I, what that, most women want but like by the, by the, on the flip side of that coin though Mary Jane was like infinitely more successful and financially well off than Peter oh yes. totally yeah like in a way Peter was kind of the kept boy because Mary Jane was like acting and doing yeah, stuff that's true and she was a legit like Cindy Crawford level supermodel and she had like 15 times as much money as Peter yeah and I bet so you he, he was, was kind yeah. of the boy toy in a way if you look at it that way yeah and I bet you he was super energetic in bed too so it's really the yeah. hero about how Mary Jane got this yeah. hot boy yeah. was he a couple years younger or two maybe 10 years probably, probably. <laughs> I like this maybe this a little is, shorter this know? is Mary Jane's journey it really is, about it how really she, is. but then she dumps him and we're supposed to be like oh it's so hard to be Peter Parker and he's like Hey, it's the black cat. Hooks up with her. Of course. She's yeah. just super sexy, superhero girl. It's, you know, it's what you do when you're on a rebound. Yeah, I was going yeah, to say. She's you just go up and pick up like Marvel's version of Catwoman. Yeah. <laughs> what we all do, bro. This won't. Yep. <laughs> you know? like Cross the streets and Batman. It's never bad. really that bad. No, Maybe that's you know, not Mary true. Jane no? didn't have to pick up his socks anymore, so everybody was happy. Yeah. He's still somehow magically earning a wage in a newspaper to take photographs. Yeah, and afford an apartment in New York. Yeah, downtown, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that. for sure. I was, yeah. Poor so, guy. I know, right? The fact that I can't think of a single female, like, superheroine. Are we allowed to say that anymore? Is it superheroes? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Um, anyways, but it's like a single female superheroine. No, that's redundant. I, I, well, I can't, female superheroine female, is definitely yeah, redundant. Yeah, that's definitely redundant. The fact that I can't think of a single superheroine <laughs> who, there you go. There you go. who has that boy toy. I, you know, I wonder, like, does that maybe, yeah, the, the, like, the male creators of these comics assume that that a woman wants a man for more than just his body. Or they're doing... <laughs> which, which, which is obviously, well, I mean, I don't want to say it's bullshit, but, you know, there are women out there who, that's all they want. I mean, more power to them. Some yeah. of it probably speaks to the fact that, uh, and I think it's changing now, but for a long time, comics... And superheroes were very much like it was a male audience oh, yeah. that they were well, writing for. Sure, yeah, yeah. And so that's not what, what dudes want to read. If they want to read, like, they don't want to, like, if they're going to read about a, a superheroine, yeah. they don't want to have, well, you know, she's just with a, a pretty guy who hangs around at home. Like, no, she, she's with Batman or she's yeah, with, you know, she's with, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, that's not the story that a, that a dude wants. We do but have I don't to... know, like, traditionally how well in in the past how well female-led superhero comics sold. No, yeah. Because there really yeah. weren't many, and that's the problem. Is like, if we go Wonder Woman, and then, really, what are long-running superhero titles with female lead characters? Yeah. Well, I mean, you yeah. had a lot of things that were kind of standing in the way for that, too. Like, because you had, like, comic book shops were like, until about 10, 20 years ago, you didn't really walk. Like, I remember we were um, in Ottawa once, and, and some of our friends were visiting, and Carrie and I are walking down, and, and there's one of our comic book, our downtown comic book stores. And uh, Carrie goes, you want to see something funny? And we walked in there, and it's like this swarm of, like, boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was the truth. I was just like, who, who wanted to go, like, support an industry that just, like, sees you as, like, yeah. Yeah, a little yeah. swarmable? object now yeah. it's much better but now you have some awesome sure. female creators too like yeah. kelly thompson with the latest run of uh, who rebooted jam like that's freaking brilliant yeah. stuff you have gail simone absolutely oh, love her yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. you have a uh, sophie campbell who's an artist but's also venturing out into some writing as well and doing a great job of it like you you know you're you're yeah. kind of switching i don't know nice. i don't know enough about the modern landscape because like i don't really read anything regularly anymore 
But I know, like, when I was younger, the only real books I can think of that had female leads were, like, really Wonder Woman and Catwoman. Yeah. For a while, towards the end of the 90s, maybe. Like, yeah, yeah. When, when and it was still very male gaze-oriented. Well, you get Catwoman especially, yeah, yeah. Drawn by yeah. Jim Ballant and, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, but like, but, there really but were a lot, so yeah. there's, there's less. You can't really compare, like. Right. Yeah. When did um, I, I, the Birds of Prey? Because Suicide Squad is, is Harley Quinn, and then there was and there was an all female like offshoot of Suicide Squad. Isn't that a thing? And it was Harley Quinn. Well, that came Ivy first. And, oh, did that come first? Like mm-hmm. Birds of Prey. Yeah, there was something like because there was actually like, a TV show like, yeah. like there was yeah, 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 yeah. in the nineties. Yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. It was Huntress, and was it Black Canary? Black Canary, yeah. Black and Batgirl, like Oracle Batgirl. Yeah, it was Oracle yeah. Batgirl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those yeah. were the three, yeah, right? Because yeah. oh, Suicide Squad yeah. initially it wasn't on for very well long. before Harley Quinn was in bed. Suicide Squad was a comic in like probably the early '80s, written by like I think John Ostrander or something. Oh, okay. And then, uh, and, then the, and then the female, and then the Harley Quinn, whatever. Harley was like, created for the animated series. Yeah, Batman oh, animated yeah. Series. She was going to create it in the comics. Oh, yeah. seriously? Yeah. Neat. So I think what it was is they were just looking at Suicide Squad, going, "How do we create a vehicle without making just like." A Harley Quinn movie? How do we do something that, you know... Because DC hasn't been the smartest in terms of handling their films in the way of, like, now they're going to do a Joker movie. And you're like, okay, but, like, we are... At some point, you're running the risk of people pointing out that the Joker is, like, a sex criminal and a travel killer. Yeah, totally. Yeah. You know? Which he came off on really well in Suicide Squad. Like, that was the vibe he had. Yeah, you know? Yeah, you're not supposed to sell it. It's a bit of a risky move, right? Yeah. And, you know, so... I don't know. I don't know why they, they went that route, but they were looking at things. And, and I've always said that in the past, like, maybe 30 years, the only two original characters of Marvel or DC that have gotten over, that have gotten to have some mainstream awareness, yeah. is literally Deadpool and Harley Quinn. Okay. That's it. Other than that, the, the, the most recent one would be Wolverine. Everything else was created in, like, the 60s or the 50s or right. 40s. Like, if you ask no. the average person on the street. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? It's the Name media. five comic book heroes. They're yeah. going to tell you three characters created in like 1940, 1950, right, 1960. Yeah. Yeah. And then maybe one in the 90s. And it'll be Deadpool or Harley. Yeah. Those are the only two. But they do, um, I think because of the, the movies, then they would name Iron Man, Captain America. Like yeah, but those were created a long, long, long time ago. That's true. So yeah. I'm saying like yeah. the only ones in recent history who have that were created recently, pop culture yeah. awareness or like mainstream breakthrough. It's Harley and Deadpool. Interesting. And I don't think DC had the balls to do a Harley Quinn. The thing is, yeah. they the way the way to do that probably would have been to do a Batman film with the Joker in it and introduce her in that and then spin her off. Mm. But they were just looking at things going, how much shit can we get out there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. You know? It's true. Basically, yeah. It yeah. Is, yeah. You know? Their so. announced movies thing was ridiculous. Oh, like they is. had like it was like there's no vision. There's just like yeah. this. Shazam, what? <laughs> I assume they, they write down the names of properties and they throw them into a pit and just <laughs> chuck a bunch of producers in, like, yep. fight for it. Fight over, yeah. and, and then somehow end up with two slips of paper that say the yep. Joker on it, and now you've got two Joker movies coming out at the same time. Some guy crawls out covered in blood, like, I got Blackhawk. Are <laughs> <laughs> you fucking kidding? You're doing Blackhawk? Because they are. What the hell is Blackhawk? It was a, a 1940s World War II fighter pilot. Yeah. Who's a superhero? No, well, he's a fighter pilot. pilot. Oh. And they're fucking doing Blackhawk. So and you're like... Top Gun? 
In the 1940s. In the 1940s. Oh, yeah. Yeah, obviously, yeah. No. They're bringing Tom Cruise in as no, lead, he wore, actually. Oh, no, he wore all black, and his, his plane was black. Was, right. Was black Hawk. And is, are they all interconnected? Like, they're all the same universe? They're saying they're not. Well, then why the hell would... So, like, the Joker in the Joker movie with Joaquin Phoenix has nothing to do with the Joker, Jared Leto, Suicide Squad. Because that's not confusing at all. No, not at all. Yeah, the, the average consumer can obviously follow that. No offense to the two average consumers. That <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> The numbers are taking down as we record. I grew up reading superhero comics. I'm like, I can't understand that. Yeah, that, that's pretty cool. How can anyone else? But if uh, one thing I thought was pretty cool, and I was tweeting about this a lot for anybody who follows me on Twitter, at J-A-Y, what did you say? For fuck's sake. <laughs> Uh, the Elseworlds crossover was this week. Uh, yeah, I, I did see you posting about that. Actually. Yeah, and, and I, I don't. I saw you post. I haven't seen it yet. But okay, I don't even understand what Elseworlds, Elseworlds is. Aside from the fact that I saw you post a photo of, I guess, is it the guy who's playing Superman in the Supergirl TV show. And he's, he's a really good dark, Superman. Oh, yeah, he's, he's yeah, no, best. Yeah. Um, and so he's wearing a dark okay. costume. And so so DC it. Comics had this thing called, like, a line of comics called Elseworlds. Where it was like alternate takes on is that the thing where, where, it's, where it's Thomas Wayne and Batman is that things like, things that, like that yeah, yeah. okay and like or Marvel like, had what if yeah. that was the same idea yeah okay so you do like what if uh, Superman was shot in a rocket and instead of landing in Smallville landed in Gotham and became Batman you know what I mean like oh yeah do you know anything about this Marie? not a whole yeah, no. lot so it kind of no. lets you as a writer. Uh, do things like Superman again lands in Russia instead of America. What oh, happens? interesting. So you could play around with things without having to worry about how to fit with continuity, right? right? Okay. So every year, the CW shows do a crossover between all three of them, which is yeah. a lot of fun because, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm sure it's a logistical nightmare for the writers because, yeah, no doubt. holy shit. And the producers. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. And in the past, they did one where it was like an alien invasion. The second one, I believe, was like, uh, Earth X, where like the Nazis won World War Two, and all the superheroes are Nazis or something. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Without dealing with any of the racial implications of that, that's, that's just not fun, right? Well, it is the CW, right? <laughs> the CW is known for nothing but taking on heady social care <laughs> and hiring underwear models. Supernatural season, yeah, twenty-two, twenty, <laughs> two thousand seventy-eight. Yeah. So uh, this year's it was about uh, how would I explain it? Kind of crisis on infinite urgency in the way that it was about a guy who was given a book that he could use to rewrite reality. Shit. So what he did with it was he changed a bunch of things, and one of the offshoots of that change was that Flash and Green Arrow change places. So you get that like Freaky Friday kind of quantum oh. leap. I have super speed. I don't know how to use it. And the other guy's Green Arrow, and you know uh, and they did. An arrow, right? they did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, like, the, the tack they took with it was was almost like his fighting skills and everything were part of his powers. So, all of a sudden, the guy who was the Flash, who's just a normal guy with super speed, okay. is basically like a high-level martial artist. He's like, kick a bunch of ass. This is awesome. And then they need help, so they go to another Earth. Okay? Supergirl, the show, takes place on a separate Earth from the one that Arrow and the Flash are set. Okay. So, it's like an alternate universe. So they go, they find Supergirl, and I hate to, like, you know... Yeah, it's cool. Okay. There's Give a statute of limitations. So they, like, they're like, we gotta get help, let's go find Kara, Kara, L, whatever, yeah, whatever, Supergirl, and they open a portal to this other, other alternate universe, and they go there, and when they go, you just hear, like, 
Somebody saying it's a Smallville theme song, and they cut to like fucking Ken Farm, and I got a tear in my eye, and I was like, "What are you doing to me?" I wasn't ready for this shit, and it was actually like the Ken Farm they used on the Smallville show. Don't fucking wait. And then like, but they recast Superman, and I'm like, "Is that like supposed to be Tom Welling all grown up and shit?" I don't know. Oh shit! But the tactic that the the way they're going with those shows is that they're basically going the Flash show in the '90s, like that all happened. That's another Earth, which oh, is that's fucking cool. brilliant. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. So we actually got to see, like, John Wesley ship from the Flash in the 90s show up here in costume and shit. And he was like, I'm Barry Allen. And they were like, whoa. So you would think then that, like, Linda Carter, Wonder Woman is another Earth. And, like, oh. Christopher Reeve is another Earth. And Henry Cavill's another Earth. And that's, and that's a really cool way of that's about it. That's a very cool way of Yeah. It. So then all of that happened. It's all valid. Okay. We're just concentrating on these. Okay, see, that makes perfect. I yeah. can totally dig that. Yeah. Kind of. You know? So, it was fantastic. If you... The the Flash and Arrow shows tend to be really heavy on melodrama. Okay. These are a lot lighter in tone. It was a good time. It's like basically three hours of just superhero fun. Okay. Yeah, I, I, would, yeah. I would watch that just as a, a snapshot. Like, I can't... I, I'm not... Yeah, I don't watch any of them. I don't have time to get into any of them. But I would watch that, like... Yeah. It was just for shits and giggles. The second part is very heavy... What I think they did really well was that they managed to make each independent part fit within the specific tone of the given show that it was attached to. So oh, cool. The first one was The Flash. So in that one, there's a, a robot from DC Comics that they bring in called uh, Amazo. And think like Ultron with an even worse name, if that's yeah, possible. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. But Amazo's power is that like he can... Analyze and absorb the power of any superhuman you put in front of him. Oh. So at one point you have like Supergirl, Superman, Green Arrow, the Flash, Killer Frost, and all these other heroes in front of him, and now he has like the superpowers of twelve different people, and they gotta like fight who, that. I feel like whoever designed this thing didn't really think this through. He's a bit of a bastard, right? Just, just a tad, right? <laughs> so on the Flash show, you get big, flashy superhero fun, and then the next night is Arrow, which okay. is a more street level stripped down not as big in scope show right okay and they go to gotham oh and they find out bruce wayne's been missing for three years and that his cousin kate kane is running the building that wayne industries was in and she's become batwoman so they're introducing they're using that oh second episode as kind of a backdoor pilot for the batwoman show that's coming next year yeah that's uh i can't remember the name of the actress who's doing that Ruby Rose. I like her. Yeah, yeah she's cool. good. So now they've got effectively yeah. five shows. You have Arrow and Flash, which are male-led. And then you have Supergirl, Batwoman, which are female-led. Yeah. And Legends of Tomorrow, which is female-led because the, the main character of the show is a woman. So they're actually gone more towards doing female-led series okay. in the superhero than, than male, which is kind of cool. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I can yeah. take that. That's good out. I just figured out there was a market. Like, wait a minute. Yeah, go figure. We can make money. <laughs> yes, you could. You know, like it's funny. I look at all the, like all these different studios attempting to make their own like massive universes. The only one that I, aside from obviously Marvel, um, that I think is doing it really, really well, and I think Marie will agree with me on this, is the Godzilla King Kong, the the monsters one. That one, I think, yeah. I think they're doing a phenomenal job. With yeah, like tying shit together. Yeah, or, or sorry, or creating enough like really good movies that they're going to gradually tie together. We can but hope. Um, 
But yes, that's what I love about the that franchise, like from the Godzilla, bringing in the the King Kong, bringing in the like you know the Mothras, and then like all the yeah. different side movies that you have, and then yeah, you just have this giant monster fight, and and yeah. cities explode, and everybody's happy. Yeah, yeah, but that, and, and you're, <laughs> you're giving people exactly what they want, which is badass monsters, characters that aren't you know you can kind of cheer for and hope they don't get eaten. But, well, yeah, that's the fun part, though, about Godzilla. And that's what I thought was hilarious. Like, one of the things when Godzilla started back in the day, right, it was, like, a commentary for humans to reflect socially on their own world, to reflect on, you know, the, the nuclear disasters, or, you right, know, right, like, right. The, the Japanese landscapes, like, you know, environment and all that. And and it, it was always focused on the humans with Godzilla in the background. And then when the latest Godzilla incarnation came out, which was uh, worked from with the Japanese studio as well, yeah. so it was like a, a good, you know, we give our stamp of approval on this Godzilla. It's following the right rules. Yeah. Um, they did the same thing, so they focused on the human characters, and and you still had Godzilla, and Godzilla was in the background with the yeah. bag monster and the, and so it had very much the feel of a Godzilla movie, and the one that's coming out in May, uh, looks about five thousand percent genius with that as well, with you know all of the monsters that are going to be part of it yeah. in the same continued franchise. But yeah, they did a good job there tying yeah, them together. I, yeah, because to me, they're not, it's not overambitious. Can I be the dick mm-hmm. who, like, oh, please, when please. Okay. <laughs> My thing would be there's only two films left. No, but that's not it. But that, that's, to me, that's not an issue. That's why it's a film but there, a Is there a connection between... The Godzilla film and the King Kong film? Well, they're going to yeah. do... Yeah, because they're, they're going to do the Godzilla King of the Monsters, which comes sure. out next year, and then they're going to do Godzilla vs. Kong. Yeah. Which they've done but before. Is there a tie-in? Like, if you watch those two films, is there anything um, you'd actually see on screen? That yeah, are... uh, Monarch, the organization. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing that shows... Yeah, it, it, every single film has this Monarch organization that's sure. tracking these monsters. <laughs> I, I think that's... That, yeah, that, that's, it's not a huge, it's not a, a huge yeah, yeah, tie-in, yeah. but that, that's where it is. It's the one that I'm sad about was the one they were going to do with the mummy... And uh, yeah, the, Dark uh, well, they were no, gonna, no, no, the one the, with the Tom Cruise, the yeah, Dark Universe, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah, and they were gonna bring together like all of these old monsters, and yeah. then like have like that look cool, but except I the first s- movie looks so shitty. But hey, did you did you see it? No, I didn't did, see any it. Anybody at the table see it? I saw it. No, yeah, it was fucking awful, it's right? Like, really I, 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 I don't know, do I hope Tom Cruise and Russell Crowe got paid a lot because like I'm a huge Russell Crowe fan, and but I was like. Fucking the way they went wrong with it was that with the Marvel Universe, you kind of were tangentially aware that, like, these are all supposed to connect somehow, but yeah, you yeah. didn't know how. Yeah. And if you watch Iron Man, they don't beat you over the head with it. No, of course no. not. There's that one final after credit scene where Sam Jackson shows up and he yeah. goes, something, something, Avengers Initiative, and you're like, oh, shit! And then <laughs> yeah. get the I fuck remember. out of the theater. Yeah, I remember that. So, with this one, they were like, we're doing this thing, and it's going to be massive, and it's all going to be shared, and it'll all make sense. And that was their selling point. Yeah. And I think you can't do that. I think it has to be like, we're just making a really fucking good movie. Yeah. And go watch it, and you like it, and then it might lead to more. That's fine. See, Without, you know, yeah. going about it and basically saying, this is really just like set up for a bunch of cool shit we're going to do later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trust us. Yeah. Give us your fucking 15 bucks or whatever the fuck a movie ticket costs well, now. Yeah, I think I think there's like a, kind of a mythos that's established itself right now because of all of the series out there that have been so popular, both movies, books, like in every medium, that there's this idea. It's like most writers will say, well, I'm writing this great epic fantasy 10 series books because, you know, that's going to make me all my money. And there's, there's this mythos out there that people only want the series and the massive 
expensive stuff yeah. and which is they do to some degree but they also want the one-offs it's like you know i want the one thing that's really good and then if that does well then i'll want the second thing but but well i think that's one of the myths yeah. out there i find right now I feel like the mistake Universal made was in thinking that what people wanted was the shared universe. Right. People are not coming to the Marvel Universe because it's shared. And Disney no. made the same mistake with Star Wars. Where oh, they're like, absolutely. it's all connected. And people were like, we're still going to just see movies we want to see. Yeah. Yeah. So the number one mistake they made was that. The number two was going, we're going to do the mummy and... The main character is going to be Tom Cruise, and he's going to fucking beat the mummy. <laughs> then why do I want to see the mummy fight yeah. Dracula? Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. fucking dumb. Like, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah, don't do yeah. Batman and call the shit the Joker and be like, Batman's going to kick his ass. Don't you want to see him get his ass kicked again? Like, Yeah, like, don't tell me the ending of the film. Yeah. Right? You know? Like, I go back, like, when I watched, um, I still remember seeing the, the Brendan Fraser mummy in oh, theaters when I was fun. a kid. Yeah, yeah. I, I love that yeah. And I went into that knowing, having no idea what was going to happen. Yeah. They could have all died for all I knew at the tender age of nine or whatever I was. Um, <laughs> what a jaded childhood you led. I really did. <laughs> and wasn't Brendan Fraser a pretty solid Indiana Jones? Yeah. Oh, he, he was really awesome. Was. Yeah, he really was. Yeah. 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 He needs a, he needs a solid comeback, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But, um, but oh, you know what he's on? He's on the, oh, uh, yeah, uh, the DC uh, show. Uh, but it's only the voice. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. not. Like, I want to see him back. Yeah. I mean, no disrespect. Like, I mean, it, you know what I heard, though? What? I heard the mummy movies fucked him up because I don't oh, mean yeah, to, I, yeah. yeah, I don't mean to be an asshole, but, like, the average, like, hot guy actor is a wee little fucker, and Brendan Fraser's actually, like, 6'2", like, 200 pounds. Yeah. And it turns out you can't just be fucking doing all your own stunts if you're an actually man-sized man. Yeah. And his back got fucked yeah. up. He had a bunch of surgeries. His hips were oh, shot. Right. Yeah. yeah, I think it was. Uh, did you read? There was a huge interview with him. I think in Variety, like a yeah. year ago. That I was did read that. That yeah. was interesting. Yeah, because it was one of those things like, like, where did this guy go? And then he was very candid about it. I can't. There was something else going on, like, 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 like really personal stuff that kind of messed with his head. And I was like, yeah. dude. But a lot of these guys, like Tom Cruise, is what, like five five or something? He's like, yeah, if five six. You know, yeah. like he's tiny. Yeah. So those guys can kind of take bumps and then do stunts whereas a guy who's like yeah. you know the rock size six five two ninety or whatever yeah that fucking guy can't be falling around you know no exactly well, <laughs> especially you, you know you reach a certain age, right? you know like, yeah exactly because really the only three big action films that he did were those three mummy films no well there's a bunch of stuff before that like um it'll come to me <laughs> i remember he did looney tunes that's no, that, that was yeah. Well, no, because there was um, there was the one with uh, there was comedies like Encino. Man. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, yeah that's what I'm, yeah he was wow. in the uh, big summer co- blockbuster action. Movies? No, that's yeah, that's no, only yeah, big yeah, yeah, yeah. that's only big blockbuster. I'll give you yeah. that. I was thinking of like what was one with Elizabeth Hurley where she plays the devil and he's be dazzled. Be yeah, 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 yeah. Like but again, yeah, that's not an action movie. No, that's no, true. No. no. So I mean, you know, he he basically gave his body for those movies. Yeah, and basically. And yeah. Yeah, and look up. <laughs> I think he would have made a great Superman. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Fantastic Superman. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, what were we talking about? The Mummy. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Universal. Yeah, Dark, yeah, yeah. Universal. Universal. Yeah, because because they announced um, they announced the Mummy, and then they were going to do a Wolfman with Benicio del Toro, and and they were like, and they announced like five of these films. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that I, I will admit I lost a little bit of interest as soon as I heard that. I was like. I don't want another fucking. Oh, I see. Universe. I was excited, but then I saw the mummy previews, and I was like, "Wow, you did not hit the heart of that." <laughs> like, you, there was a heart to the mummy, and you missed it. You're like, yeah. yeah. The first. Granted, you popped that cigarette, but well, yeah. I, I would say the first like maybe twenty thirty minutes was okay. 
Like, like, like mm-hmm. they go into the tomb and, and they unpack it and then and, and Jake Johnson Johnson's character gets all fucked up and, and you're watching it's like why would you go into that fucking tomb mm-hmm. this is gonna end so badly I know it's great I've seen it yeah see they got that part really really well and then from the moment when they get out and like you know almost all the characters that you've been attached to so far die and then and then it becomes like the mummy is loose in London that's when it lost me but if I say I worked at Universal and I brought you all in yeah, and I said, "Here's the deal." We're Am I going to be paid like an executive in this you, fantasy? Not yet, but when you start writing, you will be perfect. Uh, I go. We're taking the classic Universal monster films. <laughs> we're going to make them. They're all going to be a shared universe, but it's all going to realistically hinge on the success of the first film. This one has to be financially viable, right? In order for us to do more, right? Right. What should we start with? Karaoke night. <laughs> 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 yes, clearly. How many people are realistically going to go the fucking mummy? You go Dracula, Frankenstein, then Wolfman, and then yeah, the mummy. Yeah, that makes sense. Who has the most cultural cachet? Yeah. yeah. If I go name a fucking monster movie, people go Frankenstein yeah, or, or Dracula. Dracula yeah. But those things have but, been done so much lately, though. Like, the mummy, I think, could have done well if it was done with, like, more of a Star-Lord type of lead, you know? Because that was yeah. the, the charm of the original yeah. mummy. Because the Egyptian stuff, like, it goes and it comes and goes in waves, right? So for a while, like, Gods of Egypt came out. That was horrible. No. Uh, blessed our hearts, but I still watch it because special effects. But, um, and we were in that kind of way. But I think with the right people supporting it like but making it like a, a more dark like it but you like, can't that's not do a it. series of interconnected films that will all have tom cruise no you can't because there's do. not enough money on earth so the thing <laughs> that's going to carry over from the mummy into the other films is the mummy so you can't yeah. sell the movie based on tom cruise you need to create a mummy yeah that people are going to be and you can't fucking do it i don't think you can create a dracula that's compelling that people will say i'd see more of this dracula but I don't believe you can create a mummy in our day and age. But if you the, the number Dracula. one thing they got lucky with. <laughs> <laughs> if you mummify yeah. The number one the thing heart. they got really <laughs> lucky with was that nobody said culturally insensitive towards Egyptians. They dodged a fucking bullet with that. Oh shit, that hadn't even occurred to me. You don't do the mummy. You don't fucking do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that's got the most potential there is probably Frankenstein if you treat it like an action film. See, Dracula could work, but again, you have to think about it in terms of. These monsters can't be the antagonist. Can I they counter? Are, sure. Can I counter that? Sure. Because I, like, I'm, I'm thinking of like what was the the last Frankenstein movie that was done? Uh, Would it be I Frankenstein? I Frankenstein, right? Yeah. Which was fucking horrible, yeah. right? And then you know, and there was what, a Netflix series on Frankenstein. Oh, wait, that too. came out just recently, but that's more about it, it's human characters. Right? Yeah, like, it I is. Seen yeah, it, yeah. I think based I based on the trailer, it looks like it's about the human. Well, characters. there's I Frankenstein, and, and then the, the other one with. Uh, well, the only one I think is it Ewan McGregor or. It was about Victor Frankenstein and his uh, oh yeah that's right. henchman there. I can't think of what it's called though. Yeah, yeah. but then and, and, and then there's Van Helsing before that. Yeah, right. Um, in terms of Dracula, like what was the last Dracula one that was done? It's the Luke something. What's his name? I keep thinking he was in Your Next or whatever that was called. He's in the Fast and the Furious movies. Is one of the oh, movies. Um, Lucas or Luke? Something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. So there's that, and then you go back a little bit further, and it's. Fucking Dracula 2000 or some shit, and right like Jerry like, Butler. Yeah, like, like, Jerry like, Butler struggling to do a fucking yeah, Transylvania. That's, that's like, like my thing is, you know, what's you know, when was the last time either of those characters was done really, really well, like like an actual success, right? And then it, so then, but then you look at the Mummy, which is a little more recent and was a huge success. If I'm a studio executive, you know, I'm looking at that and going, that did fucking well. It's you know, it's still young enough, like especially because they did three of them. It's, it's you know, recent enough that people sort of remember it. Maybe we can, you know. 
build off of some of that interest. The nostalgia. Yeah, of that specific film and trying to recreate that. So, but, I mean, so I, I can see the decision to go with the mummy first. I can, but at the same time, I would say, okay, but you're not going to have any tie-in because it's going to be set in the modern day. For sure. And it's not going to be a straight-up action movie because we're trying to sell the idea of it being dark universe and more horror-oriented. Right. So yeah, it's I, not going to look or feel like that at all. No, for sure. And it's going to have a completely different time period and setting. Yeah, see, I, see that's why I wouldn't have said it in the modern day. I, I would have gone and said it. I don't know, do, do, do a remake again in the 20s or 30s when I think, old. Yeah, I mean, I well, yeah, when when yeah, <coughs> do the 19th century, early 20th century, when you had, like, all of the English explorers, like, yeah, pillaging all no. the tombs. But, no, I think I would have said it in the modern day. Okay. But you need to, like, just, just to be a contrarian. No, do it. Um, but you need to do something different to make it stand out. Because just a mummy and a sarcophagus mm-hmm. is, is, is been done. Like, what about, you know, something that happens and this mummy comes to life for some reason, but then, you know, it's like A Shape of Water, where they took an old franchise and then made it different. They, they re-exploded. It was, in, it was in the past, though, granted. Yeah. But, you know, you, you have to jazz it up somehow. You can't just put the monster in the modern city and go, ta-da, because yeah. social media, people! Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, well, look, I'm Instagramming with a mummy. Yeah, it's like the zombie <laughs> apocalypses nowadays. Like, oh, no, nobody saw it coming. Have you really? not been on Twitter? Yeah. <laughs> I agree with you 100%. I yeah. think the way you had to approach it, though, would have been to make the main character somebody who's <laughs> the person, yeah, who you you got to kind of present the mummy in a way where you go, okay, we want the mummy to do the right thing. We want, oh. you know, and then at the end, the mummy ultimately doesn't. So the mummy is the sympathetic character. Has to be. Because, again, <clears throat> By casting Tom Cruise as the lead, you go, sure, they're all interconnected, but we know this guy's not going to be in Dracula 2. Right. He costs too fucking much. So he's going to be there, and then he'll be gone. The character we need to get people invested in then is who? The one they're going to actually follow to the next yeah. film. So either you build that mummy up to be a real bad motherfucker, or you go, look, here's our mummy. Like in the actual Brendan Fraser one, they did a pretty good job of trying to present him as a sympathetic character. Yeah. Yeah. You'd have to do something like that, and it would be really fucking tricky, but that's the only way I can see it actually working, where you go, I want to see more of this guy. Or you would say, like, again, how, like, who would you want to see this person fight? Because with Godzilla, there's an intrinsic, it's big, it's powerful. Mm -hmm. With the mummy, what is it about a mummy that makes you want to see it fight anything? I would want it to fight against current societal norms. Like, think about it, though. <laughs> right? It, go on, go on. I, has, I'm, I'm interested in this. A, it has no brain. Like, let's be honest. Like, that sucker got popped out of its head. Unless it was, like, Old Kingdom, then then it's got no brain. Okay, Thanks so... The hook and- well, yeah, it's gone, right? You know? It's not even in a pithos jar. It has no heart. It can actually carry its heart in its hand. Oh, it's a tin man. It is. It, is. it has, like, the liver is also on side. But anyways... But then, okay, let's say that the mummy does want to integrate into modern society, right? Which I think I would if I was a mummy and I was back in, like, what the hell? It's been thousands of years. Let's do some shit. And let's say that it wants to go to a karaoke bar and, and somebody hands it. Why are we back to karaoke? Because I love karaoke. Just deal with it. And then somebody hands it an iPhone. And, and there's a bit of a learning curve, I'll grant you. But I think they're pretty similar to Heragos, right? Hands him an iPhone and says, okay, mummy dude. Just go into Facebook, create your profile, and find some friends. You know, we'll have some meetup. It's going to be great. And then, you know what? Mummies will not be able to use the tactile screen because they have dead skin. <laughs> Does it work with dead skin? No. 
Has anybody thought about that? No. Who will stand up for the mummy's rights to go on iPhones and find I'll tell you. meetups? Who? Tom fucking Cruise. <laughs> Tom fucking Cruise. <laughs> and when you shoot him from up close, he'll do it standing on an orange crate or whatever it is. Yeah. Make him look like not a midget. Little person. Sorry. I'm sorry, little person. And they'll, they'll look up his nose to show his brain. And mm-hmm. then the mummy will feel bad because it has no brain. You know, it's like I could rag on, I could rag on Tom Cruise, but like the truth is... I respect him because he's fucking crazy. Like, and I don't mean him jumping on Oprah's couch and all that shit. Have you ever seen the video of him shooting one of the Mission Impossible movies where he breaks his ankle? Oh, yeah, too many times. You don't need to be doing that. You're fucking 60. Yeah. Like, I don't know how old that guy is. I know, he's like 52 or something now. Okay. He's he's old old enough. He's starting to look his age, though. Yeah, finally. At this point, right? He still has a lot of hair. And... And you've got him running, and like, what fucking director is like, you know? No, it's not the director; it's it's Cruz. Cruz overpowers them, right? Absolutely, because he's the power of Tom Cruise. And they're like, we can't let you jump off a roof, and he's like, you can't stop me. It's not fucking Tom Cruise. Yeah, I'm going. I'm Tom fucking Cruise. That's his middle name. Yeah. And if you've never seen the video, he runs, he jumps, about, and he jumps. Right at the last given second, like, yeah. as his foot is on the edge of the building, he jumps, and he, he times it perfectly, yeah. and he's not even looking down. It's fucking amazing. Yeah. But he's also 50, <laughs> also five foot three, And about, like, right as soon as you see his weight leave the building, you go, he's fucking coming up short. Yep. He's not going to make it. It's pretty fucking far. Yep. <laughs> and to the movie's credit, they shot it from eight different angles. Just in case. Because they fucking knew he was going to eat shit. So they set up cameras everywhere. They probably had a fucking drone flying overhead and shit. Yep. And he makes it, and you're like, oh, shit, like... And he plants his foot against the wall, and his foot folds upward, so his toes touch his fucking shin bone. Yeah. Oh, how? Yeah. And then it's it's pretty bad. And because he somehow got lucky enough, his face doesn't hit the top of the building, but his (laughs) chest just slams into it. And you see him just go, and you're like, oh my god, he's worth like how many billion dollars? But they can't stop him, because he's fucking crazy. Yeah. And I just, I like the idea that he's still that committed to his craft that he's like, you know what? But the best part of that, for anyone that's seen uh, Mission Impossible 6, is... That they that's the shot they used because they only did that yeah. once. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. So because yeah. he's yeah. yeah. he can't run out Yeah, no, but he does. Side. That's the thing. It is, so the angle they used in the film is it's from it's on the other building, like the building he lands on, and dun, it's facing dun, him. Dun, 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 yeah. dun, dun, and he dun. he gets you know, he finishes like he climbs his way onto the building and covers the distance that he missed and starts running. He is running on a shattered ankle in that shot in the movie. Like yeah. on, you know what they should do? They should turn Tom Cruise into the mummy. They should just clone him. Just no, turn him into a mummy. A <laughs> Wait, living, like, like, mummy. like literally turn him into a mummy. Not, yeah. Not like in a movie. Well, well, I mean, we can make a movie out of it, but wouldn't that be awesome? I think we can get another good eight years out of him before we wrap him up. <laughs> well, that, that would go by quickly in the world of Hollywood. Yeah, okay, what do you think is, like, like every aging actor reaches a point where they have to reinvent themselves, right? Like, like sure. Harrison Ford did it. <laughs> 25 for a woman. <laughs> All right, let's fucking unpack that for a minute. <laughs> Forget what I was talking about. Let's no, talk. sorry. Go, 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 go. You reinvent Pierce Brosnan. Can't be 007 anymore. Ooh, he's too hot. No, he's too old. Fuck that shit. I'm sorry. Guy actors get like 65. Oh, he's got the perfect graying in his hair. What should he pay for that fucking look? That's what I want to know. Sorry. Go ahead. 
See, there's a part of me that wants to take that on, but I know that that's a really terrible fucking move. <laughs> Come on, no, me, young no, I'm, no, no, I'm not doing that. No, no, no. no. My, my hope is for people to listen to this and like me. So, <laughs> <laughs> turns out, asshole isn't a drug. Shit, who knew? Oh, man. Fuck that stuff. Oh, great. What the hell was I going to... Oh, yeah. I'm so, sorry. Uh, we can come back to that in a second. Um, because now I'm... Fuck now, fucking fall. Yeah, very, <laughs> After I have a few minutes to think about how I want to address that. Um, no. Okay, so, you know, actors do that, right? Like Harrison Ford did it. Did it. Hopefully Bruce Willis will at some point. Um, whoever else, right? What is, like, when Tom Cruise can't do that shit anymore, what's yeah. he going to do? Yeah, just, oh, shit, that was a good question. Yeah, because just hearing you guys talk about, like, the, the stunt thing, I was thinking of... Uh, and people breaking their ankles or think of Jackie Chan. Yeah. Because there's yeah. that there's that thing in the yeah. credits of Rumble in the Bronx where he breaks his ankle. Yeah. And yeah, like Jackie Chan eventually, well, he tried to start making movies where he wasn't doing stunts. Have you seen The Foreigner? No. That's fucking good, though. Yeah. Right, he, but he's still jumping around. He's doing the action stuff, but he's acting. Yeah, it's less, oh. it's not like it's not like his old yeah. movies where everything you saw him do, he literally did. I, I had somebody recommend it to me and they were like, if you want to watch a really good action movie, that's like... Not beat you over the head with storyline and yeah. talk, but that is more than just dumb fun. Yeah. Check out The Foreigner. I was like, really? Yeah. Uh, it's a Jackie Chan. And I had that stigma of like, you know, Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker and whatnot. Yeah. And it's very serious. It's about a guy whose uh, daughter gets blown up by uh, terrorists. Yeah. And wants to find out who's responsible and then takes matters into his own hands. And uh, he has to do a lot of emoting. Like, I've never seen Jackie Chan cry on screen before or any of those things. And it is him doing, you know, what he did, like what brought him to the dance. Right. But in a more actorly way. And I think the comparison I would give would be if you saw Copland and Sylvester Stallone. Okay. okay. Where there were still action elements, but it had Stallone acting. Right. Yeah. Okay. Stallone's been able to do that. Like, Marie and I went to see the second Creed film. And, I had no idea what yeah. it was about. Really? <laughs> and the, be- the best part was we're, we're, no we're sitting, in, like we're having a coffee before the before we went to see the movie, and I'm having to explain to her the premise of Creed too. And so I'm explaining about fucking Apollo Drago. Creed and Drago, and I was like, and so it's this guy, and then you know he fought Apollo Creed because Rocky would fight him, <laughs> and Rocky was managing him, and then Apollo Creed dies in the ring, and then and Rocky like, has to go and fight Drago. I know Rocky. And, and as, and as I'm narrating the story, I'm like, fuck, this all actually happened in those films. But how does boxing him avenge his friend's death? And you're like, it really it doesn't. It really doesn't, no. but he's got to do something. Well, we gotta, we got to make a movie here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah like, you, you, you got to... How fight. else are Russia and the United States going to find common ground? Well, and I mean, if the rest of the movie is like a wrongful death suit or something, I mean, this is <laughs> not... <laughs> That's a different change. vibe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but honestly, but Stallone, and I thought, I mean, I don't know what Marie thought, but Stallone and Creed 2 I thought was brilliant. Yeah. I thought he yeah. did a great job. Very, very good. One time, I, think... I thought Assassin's Creed. Like, he said Creed 2. Oh, really? Like, yeah. Well, I yeah, told yeah. Carrie, I'm like, Carrie, Brandon wants to go see this Creed 2 thing. Creed 2. And, you know, I, like, okay, I'll go because I'm a sucker for a movie. And Carrie's like, I'm like, I have no idea what this is about. She goes, well, Google it. FGI. That's what she says. Look, but you're my Google. And um, and then she's like, it's a fight movie. I'm like, like Assassin's Creed. And she's like, no. <laughs> and that's all I got. Although, why is the assassin a boxer? This is so weird. It's the I was cover. so yeah. confused. <laughs> Nobody got killed. Like, <laughs> Stallone yeah. in an Assassin's Creed movie. Hey, hey he did Guardians of the Galaxy. Easy, or was it Yeah, I'm into it. Um, here's one that didn't go so well. Uh, in my opinion, is it an older female actor? No, it's an older male actor. So, for whatever reason, 
Italian American actors are pretty much the best American actors. If we look at Brando, sure. De Niro, sure. Oh yeah. To DiCaprio, Pacino. Pacino, sure. It is what it is. Yeah, the only yeah. ones that America produced really who can stand toe to toe with like English actors or Italian American actors is fucking weird, but it's so. That's interesting. So, everyone on that list, De Niro at one point was considered like the the successor to Brando. Yeah, yeah. And then he did Meet the Fockers or whatever. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and now he's landed doing Bad Grandpa. So there's a case of a guy who maybe reinvented himself in a way that like actually hurts his legacy because. I I think it sucks, but yeah. we don't think of Goodfellas or fucking Casino. We think of like you know. Yeah, that's a good point. Circle of Trust, Walker. Yeah, and now that's he's kind doing, of a shame. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, because now he did, he did Limitless, and that, isn't yeah. he going to be in the fucking Joker movie? I oh god, probably. I, I honestly think he is. Uh, will they Will they give him looking money around? Because I'm trying to find my phone. Will they talk amongst it? yourselves and we'll Will they give him money to do it? Because if so, I'm pretty fucking sure he will. Well, I remember reading that about Michael Caine once, that he just... Or, it was either him or Willem Dafoe who just says... He says yes to everything. Really? Yeah, just you know, anything you ask him to do, he just says yes. What I heard with Michael Caine... And, like, some of them are good movies and some of them are bad movies, but he doesn't care. What he I heard with Michael Caine... Because he says he learned something from all of them. Is he huh. goes to, like... I think it's, like, page 82 or something, and he reads that. And if he's still in it, then he does it. Interesting. Okay, so it must be Willem Dafoe that I'm thinking. Because after a certain age, let's face it, you're probably going to be the Act 3 death. I, yeah. That's your fucking role. Like, you're you're the Obi-Wan? Guess what? Yeah. Act 3 is going to be a real motherfucker for you. If Act you get past Psych 1. <laughs> yeah. But every movie has the Act 3, like... Yeah. So it's the way it goes. It's not always a literal death, but there's always a death. It's a change to switch over. Mm-hmm. Well, the motivation. To From the, the darkest pit into yep. the greatest yep. light. Yep. Stuff like that. So Elf actually has an act three death. It's, it's metaphorical. I think his girlfriend or whatever talks about it. In classic sword and sorcery, it was always usually like to ninety eight percent the um, female accompaniment to the hero of the day. That was the act three death. Yes. I have yeah. been as strong as you all this battle. <laughs> now I'm dead. <laughs> Avenge me. <laughs> yeah. Isn't that the guy who played Pippin? Well, that's Joaquin Phoenix. So, uh, yeah, I'm back. Um, yeah, so uh, De Niro is going to be in the Joaquin Phoenix Joker film. At least it's a serious-looking movie. It's is not it like, like, well, you know, compared to, like I said, fucking Zac Efron body comedy. Oh, okay. I think De Niro has, like, six fucking divorces under his belt. Uh, I see, that's why. Divorces yeah. are expensive. So that's, like, in my opinion, probably, like, one of the worst. <laughs> How would you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the worst reinventions of, uh, of an actor as, as they age, probably. See, but he still makes amazing movies. What was the last amazing movie, man? He's got to... Okay, now that I've said that. Um, it's all fun and games till somebody asks you. Yeah, no, I know. Hold on. Well, here, I've got his IMDb open right there. There you go. Yeah. Hold on, let me go back to this. I think, I think it's been a while, man. Well, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it hasn't been that bad. Well, he's got, I mean, he's got The Irishman coming out next year. That looks pretty good. The Comedian was good. You see that in 2016? No. No. But hey, he plays a, an aging stand-up comedian. That was pretty good. Really? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, it's on Netflix. It was awesome. Mm. Um, yeah, those are all shit. Um, <laughs> okay, I'm going, I'm going back to 2015. The intern. Imagine De Niro listening. Yeah, I was just saying because De Niro's going to listen to De Niro's this. Niro's getting no, podcast. He's going to be one of the eight people that listen to this. I still like you, De Niro. <laughs> oh well, he showed up in American Hustle. <laughs> How many lines do you think he had? Okay, didn't ever use in one scene. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. I'll find one. Hold on. 
No, no, nah, no, that was not. Uh, it's been a while. Okay, now with little fuckers. Yeah, I'm giving up. <laughs> Circle of trust, fucker. We still love you, Bobby D. All right, fine, you win. It's okay. Right. Yeah. All right. It's what it is, you know? So for some people, I think it works out. And for some people, it doesn't. Yeah, all right. Depends if they, like, keep a nice head of hair and if their physique remains, like... Well, I mean, there's yeah. there's expectations for guy looks, too. Yeah. Except that yes. there are more yeah, roles don't, to don't paint it like okay. guys. Before you take this out... I'm not. I don't I, actually want to take it. Evan Smart. Before you take this, okay, go ahead. I just don't want to see you one move checkmated again. Like, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I, I just don't want to see it happen again. Okay, so yeah, just, just yeah, get, yeah. No, just I, think right, carefully okay, about this grasshopper. Yeah. No, I know. I, I I walked into that with Kelly Robson. That was bad. You, you can take like ten. Get you? Oh, oh you it was a one move checkmate. Yeah, I don't know whether this is going to come up before or 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 after. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. We don't want to spoil it for anybody just in case. Yeah, but in that episode with yeah, yeah, you. Yeah, I it, did not see that it was coming. A brutal takedown. Yeah, that fucked me up. I will not. We can move along. Up the alley. No, yeah, I mean, you know. No, 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 no. There's no, nothing. Follow your bliss, but just you know. Nope, I'm good. Okay, oh, okay, okay. Just you know. There, there's no. Um... Don't poke the bear. I'm not poking the bear. Okay, you're the bear. <laughs> 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 now, if we can isolate that, and I can have that as like my 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 ringtone or something. <laughs> 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 Somebody I work with, who shall remain nameless, uh, always puts these kind of like crazy ringtones on his phone. And, and for the past while, it's been um, the noise the predator makes. Oh, so anytime oh. he gets a text message, is the predator noise going on? Awesome. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that freaks me out. Holy shit. Have you seen the new one? I did. I haven't yeah. yet. I, I, want see, to. I went to see it in the theaters. I didn't like the little callback lines they did. Like, yeah, that was. I was still call, like, yeah, cutesy. Yeah, it was a little much. But you know what? But I enjoyed it for what it was. I liked it until. The like new Predator came. Oh, the big, the bigger one. Yeah, yeah. Because he looks so CGI. Yeah. And up until that point, you're like, holy fuck, it's cool to see practical effects, and the yeah. Predator looks so good. Yeah. And then the new one comes along, and you're like, kind of looks like you just stepped out of a video game. He doesn't really fit in with his world. And, yeah. And the dogs look kind of fucked up. Yeah, game. I wasn't crazy about the dog. The whole they, it, no. it got a little gimmicky, with the, and then the one dog like takes a bullet half of the brain, and all of a sudden he's nice. I was like, that's a little yeah, right. <laughs> All right, here's a semi-serious question. Since we've been talking about remakes of all yeah. kinds of stuff, like Godzilla and the monster movie and Predator, like we seem to be kind of in that era right now, right, where we're remaking and rebooting stuff. Either one of you. What's a story that you don't think has ever had a, a TV or film adaption that you'd love to see someone do? Ooh, nice. Like instead of another remake? Instead of another remake. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, we're getting another Lord of the Rings series, which is the last thing we fucking need. So much Lord of the Rings. So much Lord of the Rings. <laughs> so, yeah, what's something that's never been done? Uh, HBO's doing a Lord of the Rings, like, prequel TV show. Yeah, it's like yeah. Young Aragorn or something. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, we don't. So, yeah, something that, as far, you know, as, far as you know, has never had a, a, a movie or TV adaption that you would love to see done. Yeah. <gasps> Robopocalypse! Robopocalypse. Oh, they're making. They were supposed to be. I don't know what happened to it, but they announced it a couple of years ago. What is Robopocalypse? Uh, yeah, I need some help on that. Robot Apocalypse. Well, yes, but can you unpack? <laughs> yeah, it, does it unpack any more than that? Or? So like, <laughs> who? Like fucking Maximum Overdrive? It was. We're like, which is No, no, it was really awesome. It was. Uh, it's by Daniel H. Wilson. Okay. And it's a book that came on cost maybe ten years ago. Maybe it's more. 
Maybe. Shit. I've read it a few times. I will. I have no shame. Um, and, and it's basically like, you know, World War Z when they told a story in the book. Let's not talk about the movie. But in the book, it was like, you know, reporters yeah. and, and just like the various records kind of amalgamated. Yes. And then you got a full story. So what he did is we have basically the robot apocalypse. So we have like the beginning of it, the ongoing, like the end of it, like kind of the same arc. But uh, he took like in five parts, I believe. I believe I know uh, in five parks he took the uh, the same characters and then through their eyes and through the recording still and the, the retellings of the story you get an entire robot apocalypse now could I come up with another example probably <laughs> <laughs> but if you go from my heart robo apocalypse I like how you answered without hesitation can you I was very like, quick on the draw can that. you edit out the like two minutes I need to think <laughs> You should know this about me. That's, that was awesome. <laughs> like the mummy. I got this. <laughs> <laughs> um, what do you got, Jay? Um, again, can we edit it out? Yes, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. However long it takes, we'll just pretend like right, you're cool. about to respond right now. Sure. I'm trying to think of like, so much has been done, you know? Like, I'm trying to think of books I've read or, you know, comics I've read that I've never actually seen. Oh, man. That's true, eh? No, I'm not allowed to answer. Fuck, there's really not. I don't know You said just the two of them. Am I suddenly in charge now? Yes. Okay, cool. <laughs> awesome. Rock, the boss. Rocket oven. Yeah, I got nothing. All right, well, let me, let, me, let me maybe prime the bump a little bit. Uh, when you're writing your own stuff, like when, mm-hmm. you're, when you wrote Kagagi or you know, any of the stuff you did, sure. do, you, do, you like, do you ever like cast that movie in your head? Every time, almost, really. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Who, who who plays Kagagi in the movie adaption? Um, well, he that does. Tough because, <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Because, He's got the spandex suit on. <laughs> <laughs> because in the uh, in the first like black and white comics that I did, he was older. Okay. He was like mid twenties, maybe. And then when I did the graphic novel at Arcana, we de-aged him and made him a high school student. And that makes it a little tough just because there aren't a lot of well-known like First Nations actors. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, who are who are younger, you know? So that one makes it a little bit a little mm-hmm. bit tough. But like, you know, everything I've done since, uh The Outsider, if you've read the like the twelve page twelve page zero issue I did for The Outsider, mm-hmm. uh the villain in that is uh Walton Goggins from The Shield. Oh <laughs> I don't know what else he's been in, but yeah. Yeah, he's been a little lot since yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So there's always kind of something kicking around and to be honest with you, I don't know if we should talk about this, but like but for our Dungeons and Dragons game that we all play in, yeah, we can totally talk about that. Brandon uh, created two NPCs and was like, "Hey, can you draw like oh, visuals yeah. for these characters?" And the first thing I said was, "Can you cast them? Like, yeah. let me know who they are because it gives me a real way to uh, approach them." So yeah. I always kind of think of it in those terms, but like sometimes you know, it's hard. Like with your character, yeah, the game. Yeah. I, I had a hell of a time trying to figure out, like, who would I use as the basis, just in terms of, like, the character you established. Yeah. I kind of see Evan with the beard. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but, except, but your character in D&D is, is, is what? Well, I don't think he's taller. Younger, well, taller, yeah, but he's younger than you. He's younger than me, but I, like... Uh, How would you describe Guria? I mean, Guria, well, I mean... The, the one sentence description is he looks like he sleeps in a bush, which no. he does. Um, yeah. And, you know, everything else kind of come, comes from that. Like he's skinny because he lives outdoors all the time. Right. So he's not living a, a, a life of luxury. Yeah. His clothes are like raggedy and shitty because he 
you know, he stole them from places. He's got a long beard, <gasps> long, of course. Makeover episode. Oh, my God. <laughs> make it happen. Hey, I, I'm just the DM. You oh, my God. Tira's going to take him shopping. So, so yeah, I, it all comes from the, you know, lives outdoors all the time. In my mind, yeah, he kind of looks like Tommy Lee. Oh. Like, he's tall, rakish, yeah. angular features. You know, like, I had to really think about, like, okay, when you think about this character, beyond just, like, the character traits we've established where it's safe to say Goryat has, like, a bit of a brusque side to him. Yeah. Maybe not socially the most, like, um, relatable guy. Kind of a yeah. bit off-putting, maybe. Uh, and those are not things that I associate with you. So <laughs> I, I kind of think of him as almost, like, uh, very... Money. No, but just like... <laughs> I mean, yes. Yeah. Probably, yeah. yeah. Like a big homeless... Like a big fuck-off homeless guy. <laughs> yeah. And and you know how, like, those kind of, like, glam rockers all kind of had that heroin chic look to them? Yeah. And I think yeah. that's a big part of it. But, like, in my mind, Gorian's, like, really rakishly thin. Yeah. It's very angular features, you know? So when you're writing, Maria, are you casting stuff? Because we have a yes from Jay, we have a yes from Brandon. So, once... I was waiting at the train station for my brother 20 years ago in university. And I was with all of my friends uh-huh. and um, my friends, Carrie among them had never met my brother. They'd only ever seen a picture. And this was before the age of smartphones where you had a thousand pictures and Facebook It was one picture they'd seen. And my brother was coming on this train and we're waiting and everybody is swarming the area. And I'm just waiting for my brother. And there's this guy that's standing right in front of me. And he's annoying as fuck because he's standing right in front of me. And I'm trying to spot my brother. And then Gary says, isn't that your brother right in front of you? And he, you see, he had put on a hat. (laughs) Ergo, I did not recognize my brother. So me trying to guess people would be the saddest thing ever. I recognize no one. Like, you guys can mention names till you're blue in the face. I have no idea what they look like. I don't remember. So no, I don't cast. And what I do is I plan on um, angles. Like, because, you know, you do visualize it. So me, it would be like camera angles, like shots, colors, setups for the scene. Like that I visualize. But the actual features... Of people like I, it, it's not. I, I don't remember. Like if if you change your hairstyle, chances are fairly high I will not recognize you. I've changed my hairstyle like uh, every week. <laughs> I know the purple looks great on you. I like the red. The red. Yeah. Was yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It was good. The... I was going for something. Like funny. that. That actually goes back to, to something you asked a while ago about exes, and that's a lesson I learned. Was that like Shit, I was gonna cut be that part careful when you. <laughs> um. No. No. Go. Go. Continue. It's fine. Then. Um, it, you know, in terms of casting, I think one thing you need to watch is when you're casting people from real life, because oh, yeah. you can never really control relationships and how they go. And you might end up creating a wildly popular, successful character based on somebody that you might have a hard time thinking about. In okay. A year or two, or not, let alone like 10 years or something. And that's something I'd caution a lot of younger writers about. It's like, you know, nothing lasts forever. Watch that shit. Uh, I, you might end up like me where you write a book and then you're like, I've got 82 pages. I just need to cut out six pages with this one character. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll be fine. Yeah. See, I don't like, I hate it when people ask, like, did you base your, or hate it? That's a strong word. I hate it. Fuck you, fuck you all. Go <laughs> the table. Um, but like, you know, I'm always thrown off maybe or something when people say, do you base characters on people in your book? I don't. Mm. Like, because you're all intrinsically 
Less interesting. No. <laughs> no, but like character traits, yeah, ideas, like ways of seeing the world, but not like not like people. Like maybe I have a poor grasp of, of how people function, but but even how people look like. Oh, by the way, Derek's named a sexual predator after you in in oh his latest book. He needed something short, a short name. So I would talk to him about that. Seriously, I don't know whether she's joking or not. I, I, I know. I'm guessing she's not based on just by the way. Yeah. Speaking and naming people, you needed yeah. something short though. That, that kind of oh, oh god, <laughs> that, that, mm, name, that hurts. That hurts. Name wise, not sure. stature, sure not was. personality, yeah. Yeah. not you know, mm. love for you. <laughs> I really want to read this book now. Yeah, me too. To see if, if the character of Evan is it just Evan or is it his whole last? It's Doctor May. I know this much. Well, that's a generic enough that no one's going to be able to put two and two together. Oh, unless, no, they, unless they listen to this podcast. Send it on the podcast. They will now. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. Wow. Uh, so if you if you name characters in your books after people, then maybe consider... Yeah, see, I, I wouldn't name characters after people. I, I think... No. I can only think... I'm sure I've done it a couple of times. I can only think of one published story of mine that features a character that was based off of an actual person. Oh, no, wait, no. Sorry, the story hasn't been published yet, so it doesn't matter. See, I know like, I've count. been named, count, yeah. like I don't mind. Like I know, like Derek's based a character on me. I'm in a Tanya Huff novel. I'm... That was awesome, by the way. <laughs> oh, and then sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, like, like yeah, with with Tanya, she's another couple of people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, she names different people, and most of them die, which is hilarious. Yeah. And when Tanya asked me, she said, "By the way, I'm I'm naming someone after you." Like, I, it occurs to me I should ask your permission. <laughs> and I go off I'm like, "Why do you kill them?" She goes, "No, because they're a smart ass." <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, you know what I did? Yeah. I, I uh, no, there is one. I I had a story published in Christ in 2014. Now, um, so the story published in 2014, and it's it has three characters who are high school students, and I based it off of three. Uh, students from my for the first class I ever taught. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, and it was just it was the right it was the, these three friends and, and they, were, you know, they were just quirky enough and had the right sort of blend of personality where it was okay. You were your your characters would jump off the page, um, and, and so they worked really well for that story. And they See, all die horrible. No, <laughs> which is funny. See, but that's the thing though. I like having characters named after me, but I never name characters after my friends. So I feel like a bit no, of I'd be hypocrite. Terrified. Yeah, I'd be terrified. Do you want me to name someone after you? No, please don't. When I name well, you treat your characters really well, Marie. I don't want that. To <laughs> Sorry. When I name characters, I tend to be thinking of like the meaning of names, where they come from, and what I can tell you about a character. Yeah. So that always takes precedence. So if you look at you know Matthew Carver Kagagi, yeah, Carver's a fake name because the kid and his grandmother, the grandmother takes the kid and they're on the run because they don't want him to be found by Wendigo or. Someone else. Yeah. And so they come up with this fake name of Carver. Carver came to me because it's close to, like, Corvus. Mm-hmm. Latin for, you know, Corbeau in French. So that's where it came from. So everything comes yeah. from somewhere. You know what I mean? And it's not about whether or not people will put it together. No. It's about using those things because what we're doing is we're channeling these these things and creating these, these archetypes. And a lot of the time they can really help just point you in the right direction or subconsciously, subliminally, even convey things about the character that the reader might not be cognizant of. And if you do it well, too, with, like, I did that a lot when I did uh, my first trilogy, The Heirs of a Broken Land, and um, I had, like, three different characters from three different cultures, so I used 
names and meanings, but from different yeah. backgrounds, yeah, so that cool. people from the same yeah. area have names yeah. that work together mm-hmm. um, without having all the apostrophes that drive me a little bit batty in a lot of sure. secondary worlds. Mm-hmm. Just a bit. Yeah. Why so many? Because I mean, it's an I'm, easy way to mix things up. I'd never write myself into anything. No, absolutely not. For sure. And yeah. I just, I wouldn't, I'd, I'd feel too weird if yeah, something yeah, yeah. went wrong. Even though I know in my heart of hearts, I cannot fucking do magic and make Brandon get diabetes from a spider bite. <laughs> Maybe yeah, I wrote a scene like that. I'm fucking sorry. Did it. The illustration with spider. In my story, you got superpowers. And fucking you Where are my fucking city. superpowers, Jay? <laughs> yeah. So my my uh, question, my answer to your question about what would I make? Yes. Planetary by Warren Ellis. Have you ever read that? I have not. Tell me about it. Planetary is so fucking good. Planetary is about a group of people who are creating a newsletter about unexplained phenomena. Okay. And the people who are trying to stop them are essentially the Fantastic Four. Okay. And the reason why the Fantastic Four are doing that is because if you actually think about it, the Fantastic Four in the comics are like going off to alien planets and discovering all this really cool tech. Yeah. And you're like, wow, they found stuff that could like teleporters and time yeah, travel. Yeah, yeah. Are they sharing that all with the world? Yeah. No, they're fucking not. It gets locked up at like yeah, they just keep it. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they just keep getting fucking richer and richer. So the idea of planetary was, okay, the Fantastic Four are assholes. Let's take that as our starting point. And they're just hoarding all this shit. So in, in this world, a baby is being from like Krypton. He lands there and like their version of Johnny Storm yeah. flies in. And he's like, it's okay, guys. I got it from here. And he just fucking incinerates it. And he's like, problem solved. And that's how they stay on top. So... The planetary group is this ragtag little group of like almost X Files, a fringy type yeah. investigators who yeah, are trying yeah. to find out what they're up to. And it's, uh, I think you'd both dig it. Yeah, that'd be yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, okay, I gotta read that. It's very different. That's that very helps cool. me understand why I never liked the Fantastic Four, too. They're assholes. Yeah, I, assholes. Yeah, yeah, I never and liked They're boring, it. too, like, uh, to be fair. So fuck the Fantastic Four. Fuck the Fantastic Four. Yeah, I like that. How do you feel about The Incredibles, though? Because The Incredibles is a thing where we can all fucking, as adults, look at it and say, and, okay, we can look at it and say it's inspired by. Sure. Oh, yeah. Is it stolen? Hmm. I mean, that's, uh, that's always, that's a fine line, isn't it? What's what's the main character's name? Mr. Incredible. Yeah. What's the main character, like the, the head guy? Yeah. Mr. Fantastic, Fantastic? Yeah, and then one of The Incredibles has the stretching powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last yeah. Week, and then it's uh, it's more of a parody almost. Though, yeah, right? yeah, because, yeah, totally. Yeah, because it's. But I don't think it's no... poking fun at the tropes of them. I, I would argue no. it's not a parody no. of the Fantastic Four. Yeah, but it's that's just not... a comedic take on superheroes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's not. That's it's not, not satire of them. No, that's apparently. But that's not the old. Or sorry, what? Oh, sorry. No. Well, they're they're like tropes in a lot of things, right? Because I mean, Superman. Like you know, they're yeah. Like, like their namings are just terrible. But if you did that, okay, if you came up tomorrow and you created something similar along those lines, do you think you'd take flack for it? Oh, absolutely. Somehow, when corporations do it, it's fucking fun. Yeah, because it's... But when the individual does it, it's like, oh, I fucking stole that shit. Yeah, no, Meanwhile, you can get, like, Deathstroke and Deadpool and one Slade Wilson and one's Wade Wilson and everyone's like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, but I'm not a corporation yet. It's weird, though, right? Oh, it's totally weird. Absolutely. I don't understand it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there is that that difference. But some people get they get away with calling it an homage, or this yeah. is a nod to, or whatever, and that's fine. And yeah, someone else will be, yeah, that's a rip off. Yeah. It's yeah. weird. It's a weird spot. Like, yeah. you know, the, there's a movie that's coming out. I don't. I think it's called Barn Burner, and it's uh, Elizabeth Banks, and I forget who else is in it. If you watch the trailer, 
the first three, like, I don't know, three quarters of it are literally just Superman. Oh, really? Like, here's a family, and they're trying to have a baby, and they live on a farm, and they fucking can't. And then, holy shit, what's that? Is that a falling star? No, it's a spaceship. Oh, shit, there's a baby in it. The twist comes around when it turns out the kid's an asshole. <laughs> yeah. It turns into, like, Superman, the horror film. But you're like, how the fuck do you get away with that? Like, yeah, I would fully good. expect Warner Brothers to come down on me with, like, the hammer yeah. of God that's legally. Cool. Yeah. The one that really interests me, and, and then I'm just done with the time, uh, is, yeah, the, the one that really, really interests me, um, there's one there's a movie coming out on Netflix, I think, in, like, four days with Sandra Bullock, and I can't remember off the top of my head what it's called. You gotta uh, stop looking at me for this stuff because I have no. No, I, I'm, I gotta look at somebody. <laughs> you're, you're the only one who's here. Ever. Well, that's basically him. <laughs> well, you, I mean, you should have explained this part. <laughs> oh, sorry, I forgot. Um, uh, okay, I can't remember the name of the film, but it, it's Sandra Bullock. It's Sandra Bullock, and, and it's, it's post-apocalyptic. There's some sort of like alien invasion thing, and it, and the premise that I understand from the trailer is it's her and her so two was kids. It, sorry, was it Apocalypse first, then Alien Invasion, or was it Alien Invasion? I think they're in, apocalypse? Yeah, they're intertwined. Okay. Is it a holiday? Because I mean, that would seem rough. Yeah, like we'd already <laughs> have like, like the Christmas Apocalypse and then Aliens. Hey, like, it's like, close like, enough to Christmas, might as well be. Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. So post-apocalyptic. Post-apocalyptic. Sandra Bullock. Sandra, yeah, and, and children. Yeah, a couple of children. Right. And for whatever reason. Reindeer. <laughs> Jesus. And for whatever reason, they have to. Just laugh and call names. Yeah. For whatever reason, they have to blindfold each other, uh, or sorry, they blindfold themselves, and then and to get from like point A to point B, it's something to do with like if you see these aliens, you're going to be driven mad or something, right? No. I don't know. Does, do the aliens? Uh, I don't. I don't. Know. I, I presumably, don't. they don't do that to themselves. No, I, I, that seems I, like a problem. Again, I don't know. I, just, I know that's a problem. <laughs> like, kind of wrong. But I, my point is, I see the yeah, maybe the aliens film. just have like a fetish. They just like people to maybe I don't know. Anyway, I, I okay. see the the, the the fetish. Fuck off. I see the the premise for this film, Harsh. and I immediately think of a quiet place from last year, yeah. which is you know, post apocalypse from aliens. Except in that case, it's sound. It's, it's not sight, right? It's a, it, Hollywood does this all the time. It's like some something really sure. really good comes out, but how do we twist that just enough that we can get away with the premise? Yeah. Can I push that further too? Please. Because a lot of the uh, my my uh, you know when you study a lot of the epics too, like a lot of these mm. stories, like Superman is like a retake of a lot of the the children of God right, stories. Uh, like that, a quiet place is a retake of you know trying to sneak past the blinded. Um, Cyclops from the Odyssey. Sure. Yeah. Right? Like, that's the thing you yeah. make noise, and some people yeah. do their dad. Yeah. Like, they're, so they're all retakes. Like, when you look at it, it's like, we are so unoriginal. We're, in fact, going back to old mythic <laughs> and legendary <laughs> stories from way back when, but completely different skin. And that's where yeah. you get the differences, right? It's how you wrap the story up. Are there original stories? Does it matter? Because the stories that find the hearts, if you will, of their listeners, of the viewers, of the people who are interacting with it, that's what makes the difference. And if you wrap it differently, you put a different bow on it, you shave it, uh, whatever you have to do to it, and then it, it will find, <laughs> it will, I don't know how you write, but that's how I write, it will find the different people whose story will resonate with them, right? Because if you read the Odyssey, it might, it's supposed to, it's a tell about post-traumatic stress disorder. But if you are reading it a different way, you won't necessarily feel that because you don't you don't understand the Greek wars, the Trojans, you don't know right. what was at stake, so you don't relate to it at all. But take the same story, put it in like downtown Ottawa High School with a kid who's just come from a broken family, and now he's trying to make his way back to discovering himself, whatever that is. Same story beats, same different skin. 
and then you have something that resonates with with kids differently, right? So it's it, it you know, I'm I'm not against that that reusing of material because it happens so much, and I think it has to. There's a reason these stories have stuck around for so long right. that they're still part of our our modern popular yeah. viewpoint. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm against it. I think it's just it, it to me it, it's a little too blatant. That's when it, I, have to fight, yeah! I, I, I have to fight you on something. Possibly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm in. Done. So you, what, did, what did we learn today? We learned that we should never bring up spiders ever again. Yes. No, we're done with the. There's over. three of them on your forehead right now. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> we learned that Tom Cruise is ageless to a certain point. Crazy to no one. Yep, absolutely. And also very short. Yeah. We learned that. Yeah. Uh, we learned that will be the limit of our conversation about aging and, and actors of any gender. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> there comes a point at which self-preservation kicks in. Yeah. yeah, yeah well, we, okay, we I, I have a, a question Shit for Marie before, we, uh, before yeah. we get out of town. Uh, if you could pick one of your works to be made into... A movie, TV show, video game, which one would it be? That's a good question. That is a good and question. Why? It's like you've done podcasts before. I, I swear I haven't. Certainly not for a year. <laughs> I think, like, okay, can I answer both TV and video game? Sure. If it was TV, I think I would go for Nye because it would be so sumptuous oh, visually. Yeah. Like, I've got, you know, part fairy world, I've got, like, our world crumbling and the fairy world kind of taking over. So, like, visually, it would be absolutely stunning. Like, I could see that sucker when I wrote it. Um, and, and if it was video game, I would pick Eye of Glass because it has a head on a spine who wants to become a model and is absolutely batshit crazy and playing <laughs> that thing would be fun. Plus, her spine can, like, turn into various different things. Cool. So, that would be absolutely amazing. Yeah? That would be my hope. Awesome. Yeah, that's really good cool. question. I've always, I, I don't think we've ever talked about that. Yeah, no, you know, no. I've only known you for, you know, like 12 years or something. It's never come up. It just feels like yesterday. So <laughs> yeah, I feel old now. I feel Tom Cruise old. I better not jump off any rooftops anytime soon. Yeah, I don't know. Nobody should be doing that. Yeah, it's just not this one. There's no nearby rooftop to yeah, jump to, man. Yeah, no, yeah. We're, that's bad. we're pretty fucking high, too. Yeah, don't mend on my car. No, <laughs> just... That's all I <laughs> This is the beginning of Lethal Weapon. <laughs> Which is my favorite Christmas movie, by the way. Since that's another question. Favorite Christmas movie? Die Hard. They're coming up on? Yeah. Die Hard. Okay, well, to be fair, this is going to get aired sometime in like March. Okay. But we're coming on Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Timeline. At the time in of this August, time. Yeah, at the moment of recording. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Die Hard. I used to. I, I used to really like the ref, that uh, Dennis Leary movie. I don't know that one. Oh, and it, yeah. It, he he's a he's a burglar who's kind of on the run and he kind of accidentally takes a family hostage. Okay, for Christmas. sure, yeah, I remember. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. And and so I want to say that, but I also haven't seen it in like ten years, so I'm not sure whether first of all it holds up or whether Super there's offensive. Yeah, really yeah, offensive. I'm forgetting. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. Like I want to say like that. A Kevin Hart tweet from Bug in Twenty Eleven. Dude. But it's too late. I've no, said it now, so I'm, I'm yeah, I'll, I'll own that. I'll own that. Okay. Current, not even too soon. No, I know. Fucking yeah, current. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're recording this in December. That just happened. I have a weakness for cartoons because we had Cinecado in France, you know, and they would play like Asterix back to back with or the Last Unicorn, or or something like that. Was just what you did when you were. It was leading up to uh, December, so I'm gonna have to pick a. It's actually a Christmas movie. What the hell is wrong with you people? Uh, Rise of the Guardians. 
I love that sucker. Oh, is that the one with the owls? No, 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 no. I'm thinking of something else. Do it. Um, Come on, follow no. me through Resident Guardian. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's, it's got it's, Jack it's, Frost, yeah, Santa Claus, and, and they're like superheroes or some shit. Tooth Fairy. Oh, really? I don't know it. Yeah, and then like yeah, I Santa seen it Claus. CG animation. And, yeah, yeah, Santa Claus has like two swords and like yeah. yeah no, it's 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 complete. It's, he's watching that yeah. The Legends of Gahul. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, that's fucking Zack owl. Snyder made that? <laughs> Fuck off. Apparently. Did he? Yes. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. Okay. The two weirdest things like that are that's that, like, bizarre. that one, and I'm pretty sure that George Miller, who did the Mad Max movies, yeah. made fucking Happy Feet. No. I'm pretty sure. Bullshit. Pretty sure, man. Look it up. No, I'm not looking at producer, it. Producer Gary. We're just introducing a new character. Sure. Producer Gary. Yeah, producer Gary, look it up. Can you can you yeah, verify yeah, this for yeah, us? Hold on, yeah, yeah, just just look I'm it up. Come on, real quick. Okay, look, look into it. He stutters. Why, why is that producer Because <laughs> he's all you can afford. <laughs> <laughs> he's the fucking guy found in the alley. Goddammit! He asked me for a cigarette. We have and no I was like, "How do you like to produce a podcast?" And he said, oh, "I don't know what any of that should be. Will there be cigarettes?" And I said, "Fuck yeah." And he was like, go, go, okay. And that's that's how he talks. He's fucking producer Gary, and he's yours. You're welcome. You're welcome very much. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. <laughs> You're like, what is that? Did George Miller make that movie? And he runs out the door. You're like, just fucking Google it. Where are you going? Running the fucking out No, look at the wind. Get back here, producer Gary. Comes back two weeks later. His name is like Ron. And he's fucking producer Gary. Producer Gary. Get... <laughs> producer Gary, get back here. Put on your pants. This is no Well, I see from what little news reports we can get that it looks like the monsters have moved on, which means we are safe once again. We had a wonderful time talking with our fellow survivors today, so thank you to Marie Bilodeau and Jay Ojik for joining us down here in our underground safe haven. And also thank you to our fellow survivor Chris Kesner uh, for his song Ode to Sunshine, which serves as our intro and outro music. And thank you as well to all you survivors out there for joining us for our conversation today. Stay safe, and when all else fails... Let them fight. We'll look forward to reaching you again with our next broadcast from the Wasteland.